Welcome to Probing Ancient Aliens. Science and sci-fi obsessed nerds, Steve and Joey, are exploring each episode of everyone's favorite show about ancient astronaut theory, as well as the lovable, quirky researchers who evangelize it. Today we're probing into Season 7, Episode 8, Secrets of the Mummies. Are you my mummy? Are you my mummy? Mommy! 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 Which kind of almost has that effect on it. Doctor Who! Hold on. Bisexual guy's first appearance. Was that guy's yes. name? Uh, Jack Ryan. Yeah, I was, was going to say Jack Reacher. <laughs> yeah. It is Jack something, right? It is Jack, I believe. Jack Hoff, I think. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Jeff Krem. <laughs> yeah, Jeff Krem. Yeah. Yeah, Krem. Yeah. Um, how's it going, Steve? It is going good. Uh, coming off a wonderful hot weekend of PowerCon action. So I was at the Anaheim Convention Center all weekend long, doing a little bit of flipping at the old Cape and Cow booth mm-hmm. for PowerCon, which is a He-Man and She-Ra convention. Now, Anaheim Convention Center. Well, actually, I was known... at the Hilton, attached to the event. Right. Little known secret, right across the street. From the one, the only Disneyland. Nobody knows that. <laughs> yeah, just it's so you know. <laughs> you know that uh, Toy Story uh, parking lot you're parking in all weekend, yeah. Steve? <laughs> yeah. That's a Disneyland parking lot. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know those big buses that said Disneyland yeah. all over it? They didn't just activate in Anaheim. Yeah. They're in Anaheim. You know how every permanent light light post and sign around there has Disney characters yeah. on it? <laughs> <laughs> and talking about Disneyland? Right. It's because Disneyland's right there. I'm talking about Disneyland. Now, Disneyland, to me, that was always just the after party to that Polly's ice cream parlor, okay? We'd go to Polly's, and then if we felt like it, we'd maybe walk over to the park and have some some rides, have inferior ice cream at the park, okay? Okay. It's all... <laughs> no, that, that's like a hyper local place. I went to once. I was gonna say I don't even know what Polly's ice because there's and, that uh, and, Italian place where where it's got all the crazy colors outside. That's kind of oh, yeah, famous. Yeah. No, but this Polly's it's like it's just like a diner that has a lot of oh, ice I think cream I've dishes there, and yeah. it's good. I've been there once, and every single time I go, ooh, I'd love to go back there someday and get that ice because I remember the <laughs> ice cream being very good How when I was like old. sixteen. Yeah. Like, not even as a little kid. It was yeah, just so like, maybe oh, great. 20 years in the making, yes. Joe returns yeah. to Polly's Ice Cream. And we'll record yeah. and do an episode about it. Yeah, you guys knowledge. You, Polly's Ice Cream. I was say, you guys want that Patreon content, pay $5. Listen to Joe's review <laughs> as we record live at yeah. Polly's. We probably could do food reviews if we want to just yeah, rip yeah. off Doughboys right. anymore. Oh, yeah, all the way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> food there. Chunk <laughs> that. <laughs> I had a slight case of diabetes with a slighty, <laughs> slight, slighty stabby pain. With of, a slighty case of yeah, diarrhea. I, I was going to say, jabbing my guts. Yeah. When you're so. sliding in the home and you feel something foam, diabetes. Yeah. Da, da, diabetes. Da. Yeah. When you lose your feet and you got to take a seat, diabetes. <laughs> diabetes. Diarrhea. Right. diarrhea. Yeah. Uh, not that it has anything to do with Corey Haim, mm. but that movie Parenthood, the Steve Martin I movie. I cannot watch that anymore. I remember like, watching it as a kid, and I'm like, this is a bummer. And like now yeah. when it comes, or if it's like somewhere, Netflix or whatever, yeah. I'm like, no, that movie's depressing. It's a very dark comedy. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But they, they that was About the first time I heard that movie. Like, yeah, divorce and abuse and neglect yeah. and like uh, pushing your kids too hard. Like the Rick Moranis' kid is like, right, they want right. him to be heard to be a little genius and stuff. Um, 
but uh, no, that's the first time I heard that rhyme, the, di- oh, yeah. the diarrhea stuff Cha-cha. in there. Diarrhea. Um, yeah, I forgot. But that also, for some reason, when I think of that movie, I think Corey Haim was in it, but he wasn't. Uh, oh. It was some other random kid. But then we just watched, my wife and I just watched uh, Corey Haim in Silver Bullet, where he is a crippled child. Yeah. Stephen King's Silver Bullet, based on his novella, The Cycle of the Werewolf. Yes. But uh, I had never seen it before. It's available. There's a lot of good stuff available on Amazon Prime right now. Yeah. Um, well, it's like, and Free I don't know, or to pay? Like on the Prime, it's Prime content. So if you have a Prime account... You then get it for free, right? Yeah. Or it's included, right? So, so our our uh, title sponsor of the show, Night Beacon Lights, oh. says, "When you're sitting on a ladder and feel a juicy splatter, <laughs> that's diarrhea." <laughs> Good one, Beacons. There we go. So, for all you Night Beacon fans mm. out there, we got any kind of lobster hunting. We've got these lights that activate right. around oh, water yeah. and touch. Mm-hmm. So you just have to complete the circuit with your skin. Lobster hunting or any kind of night diving, yes. you can stay safe with a night beacon light. Now, <laughs> what's funny is that in Maybe. in the... Uh, oh, Bo Bandy's in the house. Oh, in Jamaican language, night beacon oh, means said, no. bacon you eat at night. Yes. <laughs> Nidbyek. And that's actually made from old toads, not... Uh, pigs exactly. as you would normally think. Of course. There are no pigs in the tropics no, of Jamaica. they cannot so. survive yes. in that sweaty, hot <laughs> <Yes>. meat. <laughs> Land of Jamaica. Yes. Uh, Bo Bandy <laughs> said he was in the background of a scene, even though he wrote scene S-E-E-A. Mm. <laughs> Sorry, Bo Bandy, had to call you out. <laughs> Sorry, Georgina. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Bo Bandy, I love you. <laughs> uh, but he said he's in the background shot of Parenthood. Oh wow! Yeah. Ooh, was it the scene where the young child has just the cowboy hat and boots on, oh, but yeah. a nude little butt cheek, yeah. <laughs> just one little butt cheek? Mm-hmm. <laughs> now I was, uh, I grew up in the Hermosa. Beach. What do you think of these one-cheeked children? Okay, <laughs> what? Huh? How do they shit? <laughs> Where's the other flap to cheek? Uh, yeah, it's funny that none of these. Not a single one of these. Sorry, and I'm side sidebar. No, sidebar. Good. We'll get back to Polly's pot, uh, Polly's ice cream in just a yeah. bit. Uh, but we uh, we never ever hear about the genitalia of these fucking aliens. Well, in any of these abduction stories, it's repros. always device. Yeah, like what is their genitals? Well, because some people <laughs> what think is their genitals. Yes. <laughs> but a lot of people think the Greys now are just little drones, so they don't need no hongs. Well, that's what that show Greys Anatomy is based exactly. on. Exactly, <laughs> they're just, just trying to find out what is in their pants. Right, it's all the doctors at that hospital just trying to study. What? How do these? How do these little alien sperms and alien yeah. clits combine into an alien baby? Yeah, because sperm and clits are how babies are made. <laughs> oh, oh, if you're doing it right, it yeah, is, my yeah. friend. Okay. That's where the pull-up method goes wrong. Oh yes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Those are the pull-up method. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> Great Feeling work, real good. <laughs> we did that earlier <laughs> as we walked into the. House. Oh yeah! <laughs> hey, we're gonna fuck in yeah. here because so Steve has a uh, again. We will get back to Polly's ice cream <laughs> Twitch just audience. A minute. Okay, uh, no, <laughs> we uh, Steve has a neighbor across the street who's yeah. a nice guy. Works yeah. on cars and stuff. Yeah, but works he basically ne- have in his garage all right. day on welding and stuff. But always, you know, a couple times a week, just sees a second dude always yeah. wander me <laughs> wander into Steve's house with a where I have it. My I make sure to have my backpack that yeah. has my laptop, but he doesn't know what's in there. Yeah. So Little we secret. always we of of course have created the scenario where he thinks yeah. we're in here fucking. Yeah. And today we were making like huge mongoloid noises yeah. at the TV because when we were looking at the mummies. Yeah. 
uh, <laughs> preserved mouths in big yeah. like O oh, positions. Or whatever. So you're like, like we're fucking in here. Because yeah. <laughs> I have a metal screen door that's yes. always open. or Well, it's open, so that door is the one that's closed. So right. it's always exposed to the air outside. Mm. And we were fucking. Uh, yes, it was quite nice. Uh, I was in the background shot, I think. Oh, yeah. Or I was there when they were filming of the movie, hit movie from the 90s, Side Out. What is Side Out? <laughs> Most people haven't seen it, but yeah. it's with a couple relatively known people, but it's okay. like about this volleyball player. Okay. He's like this washed up kind of pro volleyball guy who lives in Hermosa. And Ooh. then this the other cover, young... The cover is a sexy oh, oh, lady with, uh, in a bikini. It's Bernie Lomax is the guy's uncle. So this kid oh. moves out here from like the Midwest oh, shit. or it's whatever. Uh, it's uh, um, the guy that looks like Donny Osmond but isn't. Yeah. The guy from... Um, the guy from the the blackface movie, the blackface college movie uh, from the eighties. Uh, uh, it's not Summer Man. It's uh, Running, not Running Man. Soul Man. Soul, Soul Man. Man. <laughs> Where he takes the tanning pills, so then he yes. turns black and then can get into college. So he can get because on of that. affirmative action. Yeah, exactly. Scholarship. <laughs> so Tim. So yeah. t- so he moves out here from the Midwest to help his uncle. Got it. Um, and. Starts playing volleyball, meets this like washed up dude, yeah. and then like realizes it's not about he being looks like a, a lawyer. Buff Jeff Daniels, the other guy, yeah, not being a lawyer. <laughs> he's kind of like a Pete Man esque character, yeah, yeah, but not being a lawyer, and he should just do this. And then they play in a pro event and like do really good or whatever. Oh wow, but, yeah. And is it is there tits in that movie? Because it looks like uh, a titty. I don't think so. No, oh. the yeah. cover literally has a busty bikini babe laying. Yeah. On I mean her that's back. kind of the thing because it's Hermosa <laughs> Beach in summer right. and sand, uh, where you grew up. Exactly. Yeah. So that's why we were there because we were like leaving right. dinner or something. They're uh, filming a night scene there. Um, now, Bobandi has Bobandi elaborated on what scene he was in? No, but Night Beacon says uh, Steve is growing his hair out like a girl. Uh, <laughs> Bobandi says not so hero life mates. Oh, not so yeah, not so hero hetero life, life mates or hetero. Uh, well, it says here, but maybe probably hetero, hetero life mates. Um, and then Beacon says. I'm sure your neighbor is a bit suspicious. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yes. I was commenting how you were you were doing this weird gel thing with your hair for a while as you were growing it out. Well, it's like a um, pomade kind of. Yeah. But you didn't older. really need it, and now that your hair is of a certain length, you kind of have a natural. Now that you let it go dry, it has a nice natural feathered kind of yeah. George Washington esque look yes, to wonderful. it. Thank Jonathan Brandis slash George yeah. Washington, the classic comparison. Yeah. The 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 hold keeps it back, but you know you got to get to a certain length. Because I was wearing hats for a while, right? Uh, yeah, because I guess the when gel. the bangs are short, they start going in here and, just and everything. All over. But you could have just yeah. owned that. It's messy. Yeah, it's gross. <laughs> you could have twisted those up and had a crow like. Oh yes, a, the crow like goth mm. kind of look to it. And I need know? even more gel. Yeah, um, yeah, it's great. <laughs> that ice cream sounds good. <laughs> yeah. Now you know what sounds really good. Remi- reminded me of that movie, The Parent of uh, uh, not The Parent, just Parenthood. That Chuck E. Cheese scene, not the pizza. I want to eat that kid's retainer that he loses and cries over because it was so full of spit. I feel like that was a thing, maybe because we're not kids anymore, but uh, <laughs> that losing retainers oh, yeah. was a thing. Yes. my I might have told this story before. My sister, like oh, an yeah. idiot, went through yeah. four Disgusting. retainers because she kept putting them where our dog at the time loved to go and eat and chew yeah. on them. Luckily, the dog each time did not die because luckily she was smart enough to not swallow the, the metal wires. She just Ugh. chewed up the plastic. And left them, and I'm like, ugh. Same dog that would uh, take her disgusting. dirty tampons out of the toilet. Exactly. And run out in the backyard. 
Yeah, uh, great fun for my, the whole family. Yes, while my nude sister, except for the towel in her hair, would run past my bedroom from the bathroom yeah. to the backyard. And so. that's your thing now, so you make yes. your wife do that as well. And nude chase her sister. Down. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah, she has to dress up like a nun. Yeah. A nun's habit, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm your sister! I'm your sister! <laughs> And Tell her to talk like dude. Jackie Martley. Yeah. <gasps> I'm your sister. Hey. Yes. Yes. Kite nice. Yes. Kite nice. <laughs> Ooh, kite nice. Kite Fly nice. high. See. See. Uh, now there is a scene in. So Silver Bullet, totally worth watching because I, I had never seen it before. So it was a nice little like uh, uh, surprise, like content surprise. Yeah. Uh, Gary Busey, one of the main characters. Oh, really? This is, is like pre- Pre-insanity, Busey. Well, who the wolf is is a whole mystery. But he does play uh, Corey Haim's uncle. Okay. What I did not expect, and I forgot that I sort of remembered it. I remembered that I forgot about you it. You forgot. Yeah, you remember. Uh, yeah. Was that Corey Haim is a crippled child. He has He's paraplegic. Right. But his uncle, uh, Gary Busey, has built him, uh, throughout the course of the movie, he's built, he builds him two motorized wheelchairs Ooh. with a motorcycle engine in them. There you go. And they're Dude, called the this, Silver Bullet. Dude, this, but it is about werewolves. Ah, uh, yes. Uh, how did this get made? Do that movie or no? No, they did um, Sleepwalkers, which is about the like the Werecat people, mm, mm-hmm. and that's where the mom and son fuck, right? Because they right, right. they turn into to, they're they, they're these cat human hybrid things, and they're like trying to like I, I can't even remember the fucking plot, but for some reason it's like the their people have been persecuted and killed throughout or whatever, but then they go kill people right. and get run out of town. And the mom is obsessed with the son because they have to reprocreate their people. They're like right, the last two no surviving one ones, so yeah, yeah. something like that. Ugh. So yeah, yeah. Um, Do you remember Stern's Channel Nine shows? Uh, no, those I were on th- before our time. I think. Well, I think my dad and I used to watch them a uh, long time ago because he had some show that would come <laughs> when on when you were four. Because <laughs> uh, those were in the eighties. No, I know, and they would come on. They replayed some show we would u- we would used to watch yeah. uh, from Stern, mm. like out here, like some syndicate somehow picked oh, weird. it up. Hmm. And I feel like Howard talked about because that, that was just public. T- it was network TV, yeah. Uh, and I whatever feel like Channel Nine was in, it wasn't KCAL. Maybe it was reruns even or something. Here, yeah. I don't know, but I feel like an- enough to be like, oh yeah, I kind of remember that, but right. not enough to be like, yes, I watched that. Yeah, and maybe yeah. I'm thinking of something totally wrong, and right. I-, I made that up in my head. Because that was but... like a true sketch comedy show, right? Right, right, right. Yeah. I'd be interested to see those somehow. Uh, well, we did buy my dad when VH. So VHSs, a lot of people don't realize back in the day were expensive. They're oh, like yeah. fifty, tell my sixty, wife about that. Yeah. sometimes a hundred dollars. Yeah, those just pornos, to buy the a pornos VHS. were like a hundred bucks. Uh, so that's why movie rentals were so big because they yeah. would buy them, rent them out, you know, right, make all their money back that way. But we bought my dad. Well, one the doors document or the doors. Uh, Val Kilmer movie, the Val Kilmer movie, yeah, yeah. and that was like a hundred some dollars and impossible to find. <laughs> and then we bought him Howard Stern's Butt Bongo Fiesta. Oh, that's right, because that was a pay per view special. special. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> which I don't think I ever got to watch with them because then yeah. they did that in another one. I think because one came with like three D glasses too. Yeah, they, he was into that pay per view shit yeah. for a while, and that because that got big in the eighties too. So, yeah, you know, early nineties, eighties. <laughs> Home of Chuck E. Cheese's. Yeah. Actually, it was just Chuck E. Cheese back then. Then it, call, call, it got called Chuck E. Cheese's, like, possessive mm-hmm. later on when it became a lot lamer. So. Yes. They a little let, more cartoon. They wouldn't let me in anymore. Yes. Yeah. yeah, because hipsters used to just go in there and get wasted. Yes. So now, and weirdos. So now you, like, have to have a kid to go in, and yes. it's a whole wristband system or whatever. Yes. The last thing 
the last thing before we get back into Polly's ice cream yes. for the rest of the show uh, is they have that spaghetti pizza at Chuck E. Cheese's. I don't even remember that. And that that's like that was like always their thing. But and I asked my mom about that. She's like. Oh yeah, they always had that, but that sounded disgusting. So Weird. we just ordered normal yeah, pizza. I, was say, like, oh, okay. I had like a couple birthdays there, and I don't yeah. ever remember spaghetti pizza. But I do want to give a shout out because I'm very hungry. I do want to give a shout out to a place called Burnt Crumbs, which is again, <laughs> like anything in Anaheim, a hyper local, two location chain. Yeah, uh, and they do their their specialty is like really great grilled sandwiches of any kind, and their signature thing is a spaghetti grilled cheese, and it's they they somehow made this like brick. It's freshly made spaghetti with really good sauce into this brick, and they put it between the bread and just coat it with like mozzarella cheese, mm-hmm. so that it becomes okay. this perfect. Fi- oh my god! It sounds like a carb a sandwich. Sounds shitty, but yeah. it's like oh, it's so fucking good. <laughs> well, I trust you, Joe. You love your food. You love your yes. Italian food, especially. We so. should make a little trek out there because I had that yeah. uh, uh, a few weeks ago when I met uh, Watto, the artist, for lunch. Um, the man the, who, by the Irvine Spectrum. Yes, he was on our beer there drunk that episode of yes. Carl Strauss. One yes. of the only, like, probably I think the only. Yeah. No, maybe the second episode. The other one doesn't exist oh, anymore. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that we actually edited. edited yes. the footage of yes. or the audio <laughs> footage. Of. <laughs> oh, we've been filming all of these yeah, even yeah, before yeah, Twitch, yeah, but yeah. <laughs> that'll be our butt bongo fiasco. Yeah. Fiasco. <laughs> <laughs> butt bongo at Tesco. Oh. Yeah. My butt bongo fresco is my favorite restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, this uh, this episode oh, we don't have any reaching let's, for the yeah, stars, real that. quick. Yeah. Uh, but reaching for the stars is a segment where we ask you, the little probers and probets out there, to go to Apple Podcasts, especially or Facebook, where you can recommend us. But anywhere you can give us a star rating, uh, give us a five star rating. It helps us come up in search. It helps us stay on the charts, I think. We don't actually know that, but it does help you come up and search. Yeah. Um, and it's nice. To have good ratings. But yeah, give us a five-star rating and uh, review us in the comments of that rating, whether it's good, bad, funny, whatever, uh, and we will read it on the air and give you a shout-out every yeah. episode. Give so. us that Finsky, and we'll give you that Shoutski. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, other than that, I mean, is there any... This has been beer. <laughs> yeah. Is there uh, any... I feel like there's alien news we haven't talked about in the last week. Oh, yeah. What was it? Uh, well, one, give our Patreon a follow if you like the show. Want oh, to support course. us. Yeah, yeah. Um, Patreon.com slash Probing Ancient Aliens. Uh, we most recently posted uh, A Visit with Giorgio, which is our third and final Contact in the Desert commentary track, where we, we bought the DVD. They sold the DVDs of the uh, panels there, any of the panels, which is really cool. Uh, we posted our other two, which was David Wilcox. Ancient Pyramids of a Lost Civilization, which he doesn't talk about that at all, and uh, Wilcock and his wife, and it's like the the destruction of the feminine or something. With I don't know. So, uh, but yeah, we've talked about those pretty ad nauseum. But if you're new, you really this is like four and a half hours of Wilcock con- will content. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> where we where you basically find out he's just a huge arrogant prick. Uh, yeah. And, and uh, uh, married to a woman who doesn't love him or yes. barely touches him, who is also a huge arrogant prick. <laughs> Um, well, the end of her shit was relevant, but right. then all of the other parts were just like right. weird fluff. Yeah, the end of her shit had the smell I was looking yes. for. So <laughs> just the tip of that log. Yeah, that that meeting room was disgustingly <laughs> hot. So, um, but yeah, we basically do kind of a, a like a DVD commentary track or a mystery science oh, theater three thousand style track. Um, we have to stalk about. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, on our Patreon, you not only get episodes of Probing Deeper, which is all of our ancient alien related stuff, where we go deeper into something like commentary tracks yeah. from events with the ancient national theorists but we also have adventurous ghosts our ghost adventures podcast where oh, we investigate yeah. every investigation of ghost adventures a uh, very similar show to 
probing ancient aliens. Uh, and whenever probing ancient aliens runs out, it'll probably replace <laughs> that this show on the <laughs> main feed. Extent. But um, uh, so. Bobani brought up something, and I br- and I remembered something. Mm. So Bobani brought up. I brought up something, I but up in here in the quiet I'm place, the man place. Yeah, the no talk. So Bobani, who I'm personal friends with on Instagram. Oh, yes. <laughs> oh. Uh, we send each other first off. Zucalosis. Shout out to Bobani's daughter. Happy birthday. There you go. <laughs> what, how old does she turn? I don't want to uh. say. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't know. Uh, she's a she's a youngin. Oh, she's gonna yes. be hot when she. So Bobani and I have been sending <laughs> back and forth Sukulos Schnitzel Instagram pics. Oh yes, picks. yes, yes, yes. Because Sukulos has been a on Swiss this Miss, weird, baby. weird kick of just doing nothing yeah. but Schnitzel posts. And I've and I've seen him go through these phases, and it's usually because he's back home in Switzerland, so he has home cooking. Okay, and he goes to all his favorite Schnitzel places. Yeah. He's like, everyone, my account has not been hacked. Okay, <laughs> this is like a weird <laughs> extra Euro trash, Georgia. Yeah. Everyone, yeah. everyone, my account Where? has not been hacked. Welcome to <laughs> me. Okay, you throw it out there. Welcome to me. <laughs> I love schnitzel, okay? I eat it all the time. And he's just like, no, I'm going to go on it even more. And uh, Because everyone's like, shut the fuck up about schnitzel. Yeah, yeah, like, what is going on? And it's just like nonstop. And like, you know, uh, Bobani and I have been going back and forth. Like, (laughs) Bobani said, this is how he... um, Keeps his sausage finger, <laughs> keeps his fingers sausage, <laughs> which is because yes. we always talk about sausage fingers. Oh, yes. Uh, I think I wrote something about how he keeps his hair nice and greasy right. with it. <laughs> uh, it's definitely how he keeps his uh, mm-hmm. neck wide. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he has an extra thick neck. Yeah. I do not like veal sausage is or sausage schnitzel. Uh, he likes pork because it's yes. more moist. Yes. Um, yeah, well, and so pork is the that. traditional. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't eat well. veal. I've mm. never eaten veal at will. You or uh, Giorgio? Me personally. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, because it's it's kind of fucked up yeah. what they do. I mean, I, you know, all meat, whatever. Yeah, you eat duck though, and I, that's kind of fucked up too. I don't eat duck. You don't? Why is duck fucked up? Well, because a lot of the duck and goose they do the foie grawing of that shit too. Well, that's if you're eating foie gras, which right. I do not eat foie gras. Uh, but anyways, I do not fall tank on that. Uh, the other news was that thing you sent me by Bara. Oh, on yes. Freaking <laughs> what's-his-faces. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, Tom DeLonge. Tom DeLong. Or Tom DeLonge. Yeah, <laughs> Tom DeLonge. Tom DeLazen yeah. when he's got a cop. Oh, Banny Grease, pork only. Oh, yes. Um, uh, yeah, I just sent that to you recently. So if you go on Twitter, um, Tom DeLong is the guy from Blink-182 who is heavily involved in the... Extraterrestrial technology world and yeah, the yeah. disclosure world. But as we've talked about ad nauseum, I think on the main show here and on Patreon episodes, is uh, Wilcock talked a lot about Tom DeLong on the uh, the first panel that we posted. So right. if you go on our Patreon and support us for $5 or more, sorry, we didn't even say uh, every month you'll get at least two exclusive episodes to Patreon that no one else will hear. So yes. um, if not more. But uh, Wilcock talks about how DeLong is being. Played by the government because they basically like certain certain government agencies reached out to him said hey we want you to be our mouthpiece like our celebrity mouthpiece be be our disclosure guy yeah you know how to reach the youth they'll believe you blah 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 but then it's like the government's a multi headed snake so it's like right they're not talking to each other so he's like getting in trouble from some people but then other people like no keep going and here's more information so yeah making the and he has that show which we probably should watch as well yeah uh, it's a I think it's is it disclosure unidentified or unidentified because unexplained is the William Shatner show that Ancient Aliens uh, the yeah. Ancient Aliens account promote all the time too, but uh, but anyway Tom DeLonge posted 
Um, yeah, it's like the space something, the Space Explorers Academy or something, where he like yeah. wants to teach people the technology and math and concepts of shit. Like, I, but you have to pay right, to do right, it. Right, it's right, really right, weird. Right, yeah. Um, he was doing some list of like ten ways to do something, and he said, and Tom DeLong tweeted, number ten. Vote for that feminine slash mother thing that our world needs so badly right now. We need less ego, less masculinity, and less narcissism. Mike Barra replies to Tom DeLonge and says, get some so milk with that latte, cuck so boy. Milk. Yes. Soy milk <laughs> with that latte, cuck boy. Which is so <laughs> stupid. It's like Tom's trying to just be like, yeah, let's like keep going, right? right. And then Barra Let's balance out the Trumpiness of the presidency asshole. right now. Yeah. Um, but we talked about like yeah. Barra is like a classic... Uh, a classic neoconservative, which, se- yeah. which seems like a paradox, but it's not. Like he's a very classic, like um, hi- he's kind of a Mike or an Alex Jones kind of level conservative, like hyper libertarian. So just knows what he doesn't really agree with, doesn't really have a platform yeah. <laughs> or anything. He just knows he just loves guns and loves whatever. Freedom but he doesn't and, seem like a yeah. Christian. Like it's just right. a very I don't know. But yeah, um, <laughs> and it's like soy milk. With your latte, is that a bad thing? Well, it's it's the classic no, I, soy I know, boy I thing. I'm just joking. Uh, and it's like, <laughs> yeah, because you get any estrogen in there. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and then cuck boy is like, is he talking about watching his uh, <laughs> lady friend get <laughs> banged by some yeah. guy? Is <laughs> you know, that black guy calling yeah. you Tom DeShort over there? Uh, you jerk uh, off in the closet. Yeah. <laughs> you, you, have you been watching my search results on <laughs> Xvids or whatever? <laughs> For some reason, I thought of a cuck series called Semen in the Slats, and it's because the guy is always jerking off behind the slats of oh, the closet yeah. door. <laughs> Just edging his way through the slats. Yes. Yeah. Uh, uh, Bobaini <laughs> does agree that he thinks um, Mr. DeLong is getting played. Yeah, I mean, I, I honestly don't know. I get, I don't really... It, it does make sense that they're like, yeah, let's just use this guy... Right. To publicly act like we're disclosing, but it's not any sort of real disclosure. Right. To just shut people up yeah. or something, right? To make them feel like there's progress being made or whatever, right, too. Right, right. Um, which is, pr- I mean, pretty much, I mean, I don't know. It'd be, it would be interesting to get um, Sukalos' take on this, but he doesn't talk about overly controversial stuff. Right. Um, he's not as much of a, what do they call it, a, a firebrand or a. Uh, uh, I am the fire starter. Yeah. <laughs> uh, which, I mean, if he just split his hair down the middle, he could be the next prodigy singer pretty easy, yeah. right? Sp- um, spike it up. Yes. Uh, no, I'm thinking of a, like an antenna. I, I don't know what I'm trying an to antenna? say. antenna? Like something that like attracts that boy? kind of stuff. Yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> uh, we all know that soy milk is like the best yeah. um, uh, conduct, conductor, conductive yeah. fluid there is in exactly. the world. So. Um, for dipping your cuck sauce in. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> what are you going to make a soy latte yeah. so we can all watch you cuck? <laughs> We're going to watch you get cuck. Yes. While eating fucking hamburgers. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> Burger um, uh, I also had a very interesting, this will be the last thing before we get back to Polly's ice cream. But, yes. Um, and we're changing the name of the podcast to Polly's Ice Cream, yeah, too. To I heart F- Polly's Ice Cream. So watch out on your feeds yeah. and your Taking out those iHeartRadio guys. Yes. <laughs> I heart Polly's Ice But uh, I met, uh, I was at a wedding this weekend up in Santa Rosa um, and had a little paranormal talk with uh, a gal, the mother of the bride, who's an archaeologist. And we were talking about our recent, again, something else you can hear at least early on um uh, by being a patron, by yeah. getting our episodes of Closet Knowledge, our other podcast, uh, earlier than anyone else. Or, I mean, exclusive for, timed exclusive, let's call those. Um, but uh, Steve and I and my wife went on a paranormal investigation to the David Omen house, 
which is uh, around the site where the Sharon Tate murders happened, sort of, right down the street. Yeah. Um, and uh, was uh, my wife had talked me up before I got to the rehearsal dinner, and the gal came over and was like, oh, I heard you guys had, went on a ghost adventure or whatever. And I was like, yeah. And she goes, you know, I had a haunted house, or I, I ha- the house I moved into recently was haunted. I never really believed in ghosts before. My dog wouldn't go in the back. I ended up having it uh, cleansed by a shaman. He said there was an old ancient go like an old Native American spirit there or whatever. But she says, I'm an archaeologist, and I go on digs in the Eastern world, especially, or Middle Eastern world, and I'm in these thousands-year-old tombs and whatever, where there were dead people that died in a war or were buried or whatever. And she's like, I never get any spooky, spooky feelings at all right. there. And so I thought that was an interesting point because it's like... But she got... In her house, she was like freaked out yeah, and had it in cleared her house and in did all the things. New Mexico. Right. She felt it there. She's like, now that I know the difference... I also know that I've never felt that feeling in any of these right. death sites that I've been to. So why, if the, she's like, why if the theory is that they died from a traumatic death or unfinished business, there should just be ghosts wandering forever? Then why is that only seemingly happening happening in Europe and America? Mm-hmm. You know, so. Um, but the fact that she still had that experience, right? Had the clearing and actually saw or felt a difference because her dog was then totally fine to go in the back now and never right. barked at nothing before yeah. and all the smell of stuff, all the shit so, went away. Yeah. yeah. So it's an interesting, like, kind of proves and disproves the point, which is the endless carrot dangled in yes. front of her face with the paranormal. Right. So, um, but uh, yeah, let's let's dive into these. These, uh, I mean, I guess they wouldn't have been soy boys back then because they were strong kings and important people getting mummified, yeah. but uh, at least those who could afford it. But Drano boys. Um, yeah, but um, this is all about mummies. Uh, we get another early appearance of Rami Romani back then. Yes, um, chest and, full of gusto. Oh, full, yes. Fully no, not a, not a single Robert Bauvel, uh, uh appearance here, and so... This episode is from 2014, yeah. which I actually thought these were later. I've been saying these like, oh, 2015, but like the quality, again, like we said, the quality of the camera, uh, frame rate, all that stuff has seems to, like the budget seems to be in full effect at this yeah. point of the show, but it is crazy that that's five years ago now. Right, 2014 right, right. seems like both recently, but also an eternity ago. But um, but uh, yeah, we this is all about why mummies exist, what what is mummification, how did they learn to mummify, and uh, what, of course, ending with what what alien advanced technology right. might they have been replicating? Right. So, and what's the benefit of being mummified? Right, and they they've they've talked about it before, but this really is a deep dive. Um, not a not an uninteresting episode, but also not like a fucking you know page turner or anything like right, that. Right, right, right. It seemed like it went on for a very long time. Um, there was actually less variety in this episode because it really just jumps back from from an interesting opening. They do a little. Like Zinger at the beginning. Right. Because they open with, whoa, not Egyptian mummies, but European mummies. Because we never think of Europeans mummifying anything. Um, And it starts off with the disgusting body of Pope John Paul II, uh, which they preserved in a very mummification-like way to put in a tomb under the Vatican. Right. And Dragon says it was the worst. (laughs) The episode was the worst? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they don't really go about anything exactly yeah it's it's just all it's it's hey it's a very deep dive into mummification right but there's, there's probably no. a billion other documentaries you could watch that were better exactly <laughs> about mummification and so right, right, right this ultimately ends up all trying to move towards proving their specific theory at the end yeah about. and again yeah this is a shitty <laughs> sorry sorry this David. is shitty again <laughs> it's shitty again <laughs> all right no, I guess but we're done. this no. is one of those ones where it's like 
where's the aliens, guys? Right. Where's the the where's the, the education? Outer space, okay. <laughs> Where am I getting off the highway right. here to pull over and have a nice little drink? Because yeah, they they only um, dump that in like the last six minutes of the episode. Yeah. It it's because they're showing drill holes and <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah, they are. Uh, they talk about different um, tuts and cumins and. <laughs> <laughs> no, but yeah, they and don't. I really... love a nice cumin flavored exactly. tut. It is the best. Real healthy. Yeah. yeah. They go to Peru a million times. Yes. But, anyways, yeah. So. Oh, yeah. So they start off with Pope John Paul, who looks disgusting, all chemicaled up and everything. Uh, they go into how, uh, which is funny because I totally forgot. I was like, yeah. oh, yeah, that is weird. European memories. I'm like, oh, wait, no. In Russia, they had that Lenin guy. They immediately go, Lenin in 1924, right. who is still preserved to this day. Um, which is interesting because he was such a such a beginning of like the Soviet mindset in right. Russia, and they're so anti that now. But I guess kudos to them for keeping that. And you know, I mean, he's a big part of their history, right? And how they are today, I guess. Exactly. But, yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, like if you lesson. say he was weak and fucked up, then that just says our whole whole society was right. Like exactly. It's some sort of saving face, I guess. Right. Right. Which in like, but like Germany does it the opposite way. Where exactly. Like you can't even joke about. Hitler or the Nazis right, in public right. or things yeah, like that. Yeah. So uh, censoring their games too. Right, like they'll right. even send like I think like some people say that that law is kind of grandfathering out right now unless they vote it in again. But mm. the the Wolfenstein series yeah. is alive and well, and they release it looks kind of shitty. But they released uh, a side uh, a like a, what why can't I think of a side sequel like a a uh, fucking whatever like spinoff a spinoff yes yeah. where. Uh, it's B.J. Blaskowitz's daughters, you know, his twin daughters yeah. who are now in the 80s in France, and the Nazism in this alternate history is falling. But in Germany, they still cover up all the swastikas. They make it; they have to change lines to not be Hitler Nazis, which is right, like, right. come on, guys, like, right. don't be afraid of your history. Keep yeah, it alive yeah. so you can always Remember not, not, not do, do that again. again yeah. You know, so. Um, but yeah, Lenin was preserved. Sorry, I'm punching on the mic, the mic a lot today. Uh, Lenin was preserved. Stalin was preserved. Uh, by this unique uh, technology where they they mimic the fluid Blood. fluid always yeah. running through the body, which surprisingly does keep the skin well, and everything very well and preserved. And they said secret, but I'm like, how do we not know the secret? Exactly. Like you have to read the novel other, about yeah. the law of attraction exactly. and all that. I mean, it's Oprah's book club, yeah, so it's not yeah. that big of a secret. You know, the secret. Right. <laughs> um, but, uh, uh, but yeah, it, it is funny. Cause, I mean, I'm assuming because it was Soviet back then, and then I guess nobody cares at this point. So. But they did it with all these <laughs> other dictators, so it's like... What's right. the dictator secret? Exactly. <laughs> I think it's sour cream, my yeah. friend. I would, uh, <laughs> I'd agree, probably. Um, <laughs> probably, kind of. Yeah. But um, uh, the Pope thing's so stupid because it's like, that's a quote-unquote miracle, which is right. why they preserve them. Because to then become a saint and do all the things, you have to have like a few miracles happen right. post-death. Exactly. And one of which is you don't decay for a, a chunk right. of time. It's like, yeah, but they fucking just Meanwhile, mummify Meanwhile, pure you. science is just yeah. mummifying them. And it's like, right. see, it's a miracle. Yeah, exactly. Okay. As it's uh, Dead Pope Matt is yeah. what I got to call it. <laughs> of the Mattiverse, a.k.a. Yes. my roommate. <laughs> ah, Dead Pope Matt. Yes. So for those of you who don't know, there's a Mattiverse where it's all versions of my roommate. Yes. <laughs> Because there's a lot of people that look like him. Yeah, there, and most of them are doing better than he is. Yeah. in life. We we one of our uh, one of the OC Ghosts and Legends Paranormal yeah. Investigation crew <laughs> members from our investigation a few weeks ago at Omen House was I think called what I did maybe yeah. Uh, sp- did I call him like Artard Matt or something uh, like that? Or, not all the way, Art. Yeah. Or maybe maybe it's Ghost Hunter Matt. <laughs> Oh no! I just think I just called him Slow Matt. Yeah, maybe. Um, yeah. But uh, but yeah, he was he was a little Cro-Magnon. Yeah. yeah um, but uh, anyway, Stalin, Mao Zedong, Fernando Marcos, uh, 
all all preserved, not necessarily in the Lenin way, but all preserved um, under glass, basically. So yeah. all these kind of not not all. I mean, obviously Mao Zedong and, and the Philippines. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, those, those are Eastern, but uh, not Egyptian examples. So that's all right, they ever right, think right. of with Mao. Yeah, they're not so. wrapped up in all the things, right? So. Uh, even though they are wrapped up. Yeah. Um, All their life wrapped is wrapped up. up yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, we go to the Valley of the Kings. Uh, we're in in Egypt now. I mean, we do go back. Our our touch points on this episode are Egypt and Peru. Yeah, um, the two big ones. And so, which I guess is interesting in and of itself that Peru has so many fucking mummies yeah. and stuff. But um, and they used to fuck their mummies, <laughs> just like the sleepwalkers. Lady. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, there's 63 tombs discovered to date, meaning there might be more underneath. The best preserved was Ramses the Sixth, who was ruling in the 1100s. We get this Rami Romani appearance, and he says, "You know, for ancient Egyptians, I'm trying to do like a real impersonation. I'm working on it because he doesn't. He doesn't always say Khufu and whatever. Yeah, because <laughs> when we saw him talking yes. at the goddamn yes. Alien Con in 2018, <laughs> yes, he was set down. He was yes. in his own self. Telling he was sexy stories. Slow talking with his big hat yes. on and talking about nine inches is fine. Yes. <laughs> Which was the size of Kuhu's yes. statue. Yes. The only one in the, all only the land. One. Only one. Further about <laughs> ten miles down yeah. from where the pyramids yes. were. <laughs> <laughs> that got a little uh, Bane. Or, yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. Bane? Bane. From... Uh, Dark Knight Rises. I was yeah, yeah. born <laughs> over <Ten> miles down, <laughs> you know, down south. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, he's he's on here and he's like, you know, for ancient because he has kind of a high, a classic like Egyptian guy who learned British English, right? So he has that unique kind of accent on things. What's up? Well, Bandy's describing a scene of in newer episodes. There's Rami and Giorgio hanging out with the sunset with the pyramid behind him. Oh and yeah, they're yeah. just sucking on hookah, blowing big yes. old smoke rings. And we yeah, we talked about that because that was the pr- premiere of last season, I think, mm-hmm. um, when they were doing. Because I was big... at Contact in the Desert. They played the right? Contact Contact in the Desert was like it might have been either a half season premiere because there was like. They do that shit where there's like eight episodes, a little couple month break, right. and then new episodes. So that was the premiere of, I think it was a new season because it was the Antarctica episode. Right, right, right. The season before with the huge social media uh, push yeah. was, yeah, Giorgio and Rami on a fucking adventure in right. in Egypt. In the Egypt. Um, but yeah, he has kind of a like a high-pitched voice, like his normal voice yeah. is like this. But uh, he, he says, you know, he's like, for ancient Egyptians, a tomb wasn't just a place where they end up dead. This was... The start of their eternal life. It wasn't yeah. so. He's saying it's not like a grave for them. It's the the transition point. Yeah. So, ooh. <laughs> hey guys, Beta gender was very fluid. Yes. Uh, now I'm getting a little yeah, Jakob Schmier. <laughs> I'll work on it. I'll work. Have on you it. talked to uh, my classmate Jakob Schmier? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's uh, yeah. <laughs> thrilling. Yeah. Um, but uh, anyway, they use they start showing how Egyptian mummies were made, which I think anyone from like second grade on fucking knows this. But yeah. if you don't know. They rip out all the organs. Uh, they have the classic fucking tool that rips your brain. It scrambles your brain up, rips it out through your right. nose. Because they knew that they had to remove all the fluids and organs to not have bacteria grow and have yeah. rot happen. So they didn't know what bacteria were, but they knew that wetness equaled rot. So. Yeah. <laughs> As it always does. Yes. Um, but they also, speaking of wetness, they the show uses 
a lot of moist sound yeah. effects <laughs> when they're showing the organs. And I'm like, they've never done this before. <laughs> like, they want to really get the visceral yeah, kind of yeah. feel of just, yeah. of just organs <sighs> being plopped out and put I in think bowls and they stuff. They actually recorded Ramsey's talking to me <laughs> hey, bro, hey, and bro. just sitting across the way from me. Yeah. <laughs> so I had a job joint I used to work at. There's a literally guy named Ramsey's. Yeah. And he fucking would just slap his lips yes. all the fucking Ugh. time at his desk. And he sat right next to me yeah. and I would it would drive me nuts. Like I couldn't handle it. He so, had he had that weird example of like thin liver lips. Yeah. You know, like where it was like his liver lips a lot of times are just like the the puffy, moist, disgusting what but he had like the thin version. Yeah. So like Proportionally, they were intact, but just smaller, like a very right, small, right, right. a medically small mouth. Yeah. Uh, so when we move, when we move Ugh. buildings, I literally, because I was his boss and he was a fifty-year-old man, yeah. uh, <laughs> sat him as far away from me <laughs> as possible. Ugh. Yeah, because at out. least in the and in the new building, there was just, we were in a warehouse just, uh, yeah, with no open. ceiling <laughs> yeah. or like with a, a fifty-foot ceiling. Yeah. So at least there was like sound didn't carry very well. He had gross breath smell. Oh, like, yeah, it was gross. Yeah, it was disgusting. Yeah, bro, it was a tough maybe couple maybe. months. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot he was in the old building too. Yeah, that's where yeah, it all yeah. started. Um, but uh, anyway, yeah, a lot of moisture sound effects here. Yeah. Uh, and then they ask, but how did they figure out this complicated process? Um, Rami shows off hieroglyphs about. The classic afterlife journey of yeah. um, that Egyptians, you know, thought, which is like the the solar barge that, like, you know, they're showing Osiris going on this solar ship um, through through space. They are star, yeah, yeah. star beings, uh, where Anubis, you know, Anubis is the god of judgment and also mummification and things like that. He's the dude. He's the jackal faced god that weighs your heart on a scale, yeah. and if your heart is heavy with sin and bad well, deeds, it'll outweigh a, a feather. feather. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but if your heart's lighter than a feather. You'll flock together. Exactly. Um, In heaven forever. Yes. <laughs> um, but uh, anyway, uh, it kind of a weak use of Rami. It seems like they're not utilizing him to his fullest, but maybe he, he does seem like he's just not on camera as much back then. He was yeah. a documentarian for a long time. Or he still right, is. Right, right. But, and he's um, a full-on full on Chinese. Yeah. He's a full-on <laughs> Egyptologist. Yes, exactly. So. From and who is Egyptian. So. Right. As uh, Jason Martell, the slickback kid, said, he's like, he's like, yeah, it's you know, we're really lucky as a show because we get to be friends with Rami Romani, and he can just take us down to where they'd see a bunch of white guys and go, hey, get out of there, what are you doing? But yeah. now that we have Rami, we can just, hey, Rami, oh, it's just you and your friends, that's fine. Yeah, like, yeah. so as a connection, he's very important because yeah. Egyptians are like, if you're a foreigner, get the fuck out right. of our well, and they're also and shit, they also know? don't like these guys view on things of right. like, oh, aliens were involved or anything else other right. than just the Egyptians were involved. Right. Egyptians were involved. It's the classic dogma that yes. I talk about all the time about exactly. archaeologists. Lamestream archaeologists always talk about this dogmatic view that it was the younger, that it was the older wet-ass period, and I say it was the younger dry-ass period. Yes, yes. I believe they have the technology to wipe their asses and let them dry and not just put mud cakes in there or let their wives lick their assholes out to clean them because <laughs> they're eating too many fucking hamburgers. <laughs> Made from soybean farms. <laughs> Uh, yes. <laughs> Made from soy latte cuck boy <laughs> Come on now. Uh, soy boy farms. So he, yeah. Uh, I'm just going to dig this up. Or yeah. Something. <laughs> the estrogen and all the soy has really made my chest oh, grow. My fucking tits are just so. Yeah. <laughs> we get banned on Twitch yeah. tonight Oops. from me. <laughs> yeah. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Uh, but anyways, yeah. So he's into what they're talking about. So yeah. he actually helps them. Yes. Get access to a lot he's, of shit. He's open to people, and that's cool. He's he's open to people, and they're open to someone who will have the conversation. Yeah, with them, you know, because again, like we were talking about this before, like it's sad that 
social media conversation nowadays is not a conversation. It's I'm on this side, you're on that side, you're the worst kind of person. No, you're the worst yeah. kind of person. Instead of just talking about a subject right. at a critical level. Exactly. You know? And be willing to say, hey, maybe I'll learn more about this or that. Right. <laughs> so. um, but uh, um, any back to Polly's ice cream. Um, they ask the question, of course. Childress yeah. is the first one to ask this question uh, about Anubis, the jackal-headed god. He says, you know, is he uh, some kind of extraterrestrial? Yeah. Um, and not a lot of funny, not a lot of funny, crazy yeah, stuff on this episode. Yeah, but just kinda, um, it is a dry ass period. Yes, exactly. <laughs> 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 we never made that joke yeah, yet before, um, but because I think it all the time, and I just never brought it up. Uh, Medallion Man William Henry comes on and he ponders. Um, uh, or wait, hold on. No, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm mixing up. My, there's a later b- point Man. where Childress brings up Star Child, as, okay. and William Henry does not. But William Henry does ponder here. He says, uh, you'd have to wonder if they weren't people that actually came from the stars. Yeah. Um, so it's, it's you know, as soon as we get, as soon as I see Egypt, I know William Henry's going to be on the fucking episode, oh, yeah. too. Um, we go to the next segment, and they ask why. So why mummify? What's the point? And we go to Peru, to the uh, Chinchoro culture, and their 7,000-year-old mummies, which are the oldest found yet in the world, which is pretty crazy. So yeah. that was like the only interesting factoid, I guess, is that I didn't remember that when I yeah. first watched this episode years ago. Um, they did a kind of a similar mummification process. They fi- Instead of like, so the Egyptians took all the organs out, the uh, nairon or natron salt was very important to the mummification yeah. process. They just cover them in the salt for like two months. Salt and the good oil. Till it all, yeah, till it all, you know, sucked everything out, all the moisture out. Yeah, um, literally the, sucked them dry. Yes, the the chinchoros um, uh, related to the chocobo from Final Fantasy yeah. games, a, a rideable large ostrich-like bird. I mean, I knew a guy who spent five days trying to get one of them goddamn gold eggs. Oh yeah. So yeah, oh, I spent they're oh, tough because yes. if you wanted. In Final Fantasy VII, if you wanted the Knights of the Round summon, which was you could you could even kill bosses sometimes in one summon oh. at this spot because they would have all twelve Knights of the Round doing nine thousand nine hundred ninety nine damage each. So Whoa. that's ten thousand basically Whoa. times twelve, which is like one hundred twenty thousand damage. Yeah. So um, no one could take that. But you had to. The only place you could get that summon was a small island in the ocean of the game, covered with with a mountain. Inside the mountain was water and some trees. So there was all the environmental things because in that game, the chocobos that you had to race and then breed, as they evolved or as you bred them, they could either go through, they could walk over rivers, they could walk over the ocean, they could walk over Just trees, of. they could fly, or they could go over mountains. And the gold chocobo right. was the only one that could go through all environmental things. So you could actually walk across the ocean, go over the mountain, go in the water, go in the trees, and there was like a yeah. treasure chest or a cave with them in there. So yeah. um, the ultimate Easter egg. But, but you like had, but you had to, but you had to like, fucking win dozens of these stupid chocobo races because you had to build that's how you leveled up the chocobos to have stronger babies that had different powers and shit yeah and uh i just remember like sitting there and we'd be like larry what the fuck yeah. are you doing you had he's to like, grind for days yeah he's like yeah, i'm trying to get a chocobo I'm trying to get the golden i'm chocobo. getting this fucking summon monster here. yeah just, just grind it out great core uh, workout yeah yeah uh a lot of final fantasy players with really great abs he, back <laughs> i don't think he ever got it either oh what a fucking idiot dude. did you get it oh yeah every time i played through that game probably four times in my life Jesus Christ. and got it each time okay maybe um, he did get it. I'll, have to, I'll have to talk to him. it was like a couple days of a few hours of grinding each yeah, it was yeah. crazy but not like insane right um he probably didn't know what he was doing because he, yeah, um, he did ask us or he did tell us we couldn't play 
the snowboarding game Cool Borders because we didn't snowboard. Oh, time. that's right. <laughs> <laughs> and he just wanted us to not. No, man, play you his just game. fucking posers, man. Yeah, because uh, this is my friend's little brother, who's yeah. now like a six foot five or seven. Father, ge- father, giant yeah. man. Uh, father vagina man <laughs> yeah and i remember also he came into the room where we were playing games one time because he just got a special blend snowboard jacket and oh, he walked yeah. in all confident oh, hey yeah. anybody here like special blend <laughs> and just pointed at it and we're like uh Stupid. sure <laughs> we gave larry a fuck ton of shit yeah. but uh he deserved all of it and he's yeah. great better for it <laughs> Um. Yeah, that's why he moved to another state, <laughs> married a wife, and had a baby out there. Married a wife. Yes. Yep. <laughs> uh. Anyway, they the the Peruvians here the the Chin- Chinchoros they stuffed the bodies with grass and uh, sand and stuff like that to do yeah. the kind of absorption process, and then they encased the body in mud and they made like a mud death mask over them, right? Um. Which have little like ooh faces so. Yeah. Um, they're kind of cool looking, I guess. They they look a lot like the Loki mask from the movie The Mask with right, Jim Carrey. Right, right, right. Uh, very simple, just little slits for eyes and little O mouth. Um, they go to January 2013, where uh, in a place called in Peru, also called El Castillo Jaureme or something, uh, they found an untouched 1300 year old royal tomb uh, of the Wari Empire, oh. the Wari tribe. Yes. Uh, which don't mysteriously. Don't worry so much about it. Yeah, don't worry, be happy. Yeah, um, I can do that in sign language. This tri- <laughs> uh, that this tribe mysteriously disappeared. I feel like all the South American tribes all mysteriously disappeared. But then later in this episode, they say this other tribe mysteriously disappeared, and that's unique. I'm like, you yeah. say every that every fucking well, tribe. Well, some does. of them, you know, mysteriously disappeared. But yeah. like I said, uh, I think a lot of them were just ravaged by disease and had right. to like pick up. Shop that was and go the somewhere. mystery, yeah. right? Yeah. They either died or moved to try to not die. Yeah, because once the, the Europeans had landed, it was just they were fucked. Yeah, yeah. They were. It's like the scene in like the permafrost scene in the the day after tomorrow. That movie where the ice is chasing them. Yeah, but it was all the little disease bugs chasing exactly. them and just running away. So, yeah. um, we like teeth and sheath. <laughs> What's the stupid uh, what the toothpaste thing? We like teeth and sheath. No, it was like. Uh, from Greece? No, no. Watch him, watch him, watch him. No, 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 no. It was like because Family Guy made it, made fun of it. It's like oh. we like something, something. It's like the, I... the things that make their. They, they made fun of it, but it was a, a normal commercial, Joe. I know you don't like Family Guy. It's okay. Uh, but it was something about like how it was a brushing commercial. Got it. Uh, but and they like teeth in Greece. Something I don't know. Got something it. about sugar and basically they, oh, they make the cavities. Ah, so uh, I see. Okay, like little sugar yes. soldiers and stuff. Now, Dragon said uh, aliens could have taken them, took them. That's true. Which yeah, they there do. are some stories of yeah the uh, different native tribes ascending and well, of course it's, it's all the coming back from yeah. from the stars and to bring us up to where they are and be like them. That's the whole Galactic Daddy thing. They're going to return right. someday. There's a, literally an episode called The Return. Yes. Um, which is all about exactly that. So. Right, right, right. Um blah, blah, blah. Oh yeah. The 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 Wari tribe mummies included sixty three women. Some of them were their queens. Um, and they had these winged beings on their earrings. And yes. then they and then we really get into the 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 bird demigod, the bird ex, the bird faced men thing that there's a it's a big theme. In a lot of, especially South American, but then they mm-hmm. go into how it's connected to the Anunnaki, right? Which had a couple bird beings, even though a lot of Anunnaki were completely humanoid. So, right. um, they, it, they, I mean, that's kind of where the insult "bird brain" came from, because kids, all of us, are taught about the Anunnaki and Thoth and all these 
bird beings in school. Um, but it's really boring subject, so you call each other bird brain because those, those are the kids that actually like the subject. Yeah. And they're nerds, and you call them bird brains. And they also just ate rocks to help with their digestion. They're gizzard. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, um, but uh, Childress chimes in here and, and asks, uh, he, he goes, so why are these winged beings then on this jewelry of the Wari people? Because they just described how all those things I just described were. Yeah. Birdman art is like is is in with is, is is in some of the earliest art yeah. in the world. So right. uh, it's pretty common. Like like the the fucking um, the Zuni tribe and like the, all the 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 Mesoamerican tribes up there yeah, have all the, the the plains tribes or they have and the, South America or South Southwest Western, America. Sorry, yeah, yeah. Um, they have the ant people and the bird people or the yeah. sky the star people or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so um, Five Heads at Freddy's David Wilcott comes in and mentions that. Thoth was the Egyptian god. He was the bird face yeah. god that taught mummification. Um, and there is a through line of bird gods and mummifications. Yeah. And he says, uh, he goes, this suggests a global culture of extraterrestrial visitors here who were teaching this mummification as a technology. Yeah. Uh, and then when we really get back to that later. But um, yeah. we go to the uh, Ut- Utcubamba Valley, yeah. in, also in Peru. We've got a couple things here. Some, okay. some family guy chat happening. Oh, boy. Uh-oh. Dragon says, "How does he not like Family Guy?" But Bo Bandy I don't, also. I don't dislike Family Guy. <laughs> I just find it to be overrated. Okay. There are Bo- some hilarious episodes, but I'm like, a lot of times I'm like, yeah, eh, you're okay. just not into it. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah. Everyone has a different, you know, yeah. taste. Uh, Bo Bandy also just said, "Funny he doesn't like Family Guy. He sounds like Brian." Oh, I sound <laughs> like Brian, like this guy. The or no, oh, <laughs> no, Brian's the, Brian's the is dog. just Seth yeah, MacFarlane's exactly. normal voice. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, <laughs> yeah, because uh, the kid, what's the kid's name? The uh, son. Mike, no, Peter, Michael, what the fuck is it? Jan, yeah. Michael, Vincent, I think. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I can't remember. For some reason, you I thought it was I'm Brian. the worst with names, yeah. so. Uh, what the fuck is his name? I know that uh, Seth Green is the voice of him, but, yeah. you know, Dr. Evil's son. Yeah. Uh, anyway. It'll come to us, or yeah, oh, uh, someone may. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, we'll do a full oh, family. Chris. 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 There, there we go. go. Dragon yeah. got a Chris. Hey, Chris, yeah. suck yeah. my dick. <laughs> Um, I can actually do pretty good impressions of the male characters on the yeah. show. Uh, maybe we'll do a whole episode as Family Guy characters. And Bobini just wrote Stewie. <laughs> oh, he is the oh, oh, he is the son too. Yes, he talks like this. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'm nice to him. Hello, <laughs> good day to you. Yes. <laughs> um, anyway, we we go to this Ut- Utkubamba Valley in Peru, and we look yeah. at these. Uh, eight-foot clay coffins, these yes. statues that are also coffins, called Thank you, Brian. <laughs> called the Ancient Wise Men. Very boring yeah. name. Um, these are standing coffins, though, that look like yeah, they're kind of yeah. guarding the edge of this cliff culture. Um, these were likely coffins of the Chachapoya tribe. Yeah. Um, and they were a warrior tribe. Again, very mysteriously disappeared. I'm like, okay, right. you just said that, too. So um, It's like when all of them are a mystery... Maybe there's a through line there. Like if they're all living in the same right, area too. Or yeah, we just I don't know. Need yeah. to dig deeper. It's uh, one Mister. What's his face? <laughs> Why did I just blank on Grant Hancock? Uh, Stewie Hancock. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Brian Hancock. Victory is mine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. When I married Santa. Yeah. <laughs> said victory is mine. <laughs> uh, but uh, uh, five heads at Freddy's. David Wilcock. Uh, uh, what did we say? Uh, I was gonna do for Wilcox thing. Like his his like whatever it was you know a flop. 
I can't remember. You guys uh, remind me from last episode. I think we talked about this last episode. Yeah, we had some, or you had some. Yeah, and a, I thought it was pretty funny. It wasn't a cox flop. <laughs> no. <laughs> Uh, or maybe that was no. I did, no. Sorry, I'm thinking of Shockwave. Yeah. For but Robert there was some Chuck. for Wilcock. I, I almost feel like Bobandy came up with it. I don't know. Yeah, Bobandy remind us if that was you or you remember what I said. But uh, yeah. uh, uh, Wilcock is commenting on how unique these mummies were, and it was the positioning of them. I mean, so, so he, Wilcock comment is yeah. easy. But. <laughs> Wilcock comment. Yeah. Um, but uh, uh, he says he says the mummies were buried in a fetal position, oh, and, and Wilcock dip. <laughs> we'll or cock. drip, drip. There we go. Yeah, yeah. Wilcock drip. <laughs> uh, we get a Wilcock drip here. A little drip of information. Yes. Uh, the mummies were buried in a fetal position, and this is interesting. It's like they thought mummification process was going to lead to a new birth. It's it's like the idea that there's a new incubation. This does suggest that these people from the other side of the world had some sort of goal that we still don't understand in modern times. Um, and he's saying the other side of the world from Egypt. Right, so, right, right. Because Egyptian bodies are buried just like, you know, straight. stock straight. Yeah, yeah. These were like, you know, all fucked up Tucked and whatever, up too. And, so, yeah. And um, then they're vertical. And it's kind of the opposite, too. So yeah. it's like elongated and flat, yeah. but with like a likeness of them. Right. These ones have like not a likeness, but definitely a humanoid or right. some sort of feature, but... Tucked away, and almost vertical. Yeah, cocooned in these big eight right. foot sarcophagi. Right. Yeah. So, now they didn't go into anything else that was in the sarcophagi or anything right, like right. that. So yeah, did they have any relics or anything like right. that? Right. Like that's that's where again an actual documentary about the history of the mummies of the world would yeah. be you know a more important thing. Yeah. So or a more uh, informative thing. Uh, they then go into mummies that might have been buried alive, and there seemed to be only one example, which is a specific type of Buddhist monk, mm-hmm. um, which is pretty gnarly. Like uh, we go to, to Dainichibo Temple in Japan, uh, and there's an old Buddhist monk that's mummified encased in glass there, and he died in, in 1783. But the process actually started six years before his death. Um, So this is the Shingon sect of Buddhism. Mm -hmm. Um, And they regularly practice this form of self-mummification with the goal of if, and I'll describe it in a sec, but if you came out of this like 2,000-day process uh, as a mummy and your body didn't just rot, then you were considered a living Buddha. Mm -hmm. um, And you were then kind of you know again preserved and whatever and it, it was a sign that you had ascended to yeah. kind of an undead sort they're like it's not life it's not death but you your your consciousness has ascended yeah. but still needs the body to be in decent condition to be rooted to earth yeah so you're not like in heaven but you're in this like you're in a life that isn't isn't like the life a we next know level. or whatever it's like yeah. it's nirvana or whatever yeah. but um i can also see why only this one sect of all the m- tons of buddhist sect ever, i mean it seems pretty tons of process. buddhist sects yeah uh, ever did this, but um, so for a thousand days they would eat only this fucking rice, like this handfuls oh, yeah, of rice and yeah. water. The second thousand days they would drink oroshi tea, which was a very toxic tea that like lacquered their inner organs and prevented bacteria from eating it, which is fucking insane. That must have been miserable. painful and miserable yeah. and like fucking crazy. But um, they would then go into this tiny little cave like chamber that was just enough room for them to kneel. They would have a reed to breathe through which is insane, and a little bell that they would ring to show they were still alive alive each day. And then eventually they would die. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Um, Even with this breathing tube, I guess, and they were just drinking poison for a fucking year and having no muscle mass or anything. Um, Which, again, it's like, how do you figure this out? Exactly. (laughs) Right, like... Because they don't even point to, like, a specific 
uh, uh, quote or text or, or book that describes this process. Yeah. So I, I would say if you're going to inject like an alien or some sort of outer influence, right. like that's something to do. Right like there. a hot beef injection. Exactly. Yeah. You know, it's what the doctor ordered. Um, and some of these guys are porn doctors. So. Right, of course. Uh, but again, that's something else, yeah. to be like, how do you know to do this for this much time? Or do you even need to do it for that much time? But right. how do you figure th- this stuff out? Right. To like land on, oh yeah, if you do this weird process, it seems so arbitrary, right? Like yeah. there must be some some crazy quote that it's based on at some point they didn't share. But then of course the Japanese classically, the, from, and then, yeah. the Japanese classically pick one fucking thing and yeah. just go ape shit to try to perfect it, right? right so right. Um, it's yeah, it, but it's, it's like how many people I wonder died in the process trying to do this, like exactly eating just rice and drinking poison tea. Right. seems like you're probably going to lose some people along yeah. the way. Well, and then they did too. Yeah. Like, I guess I guess they didn't mention that specifically, but there were people that did all this fucking work, didn't mummify, and they bury they exercised them and buried them. Where I was like. Go into the exorcism more. Does that mean that there's a demon now in them, or that like or the their soul's tra- going to be trapped, trapped yeah. or something too? So yeah, so they um, had a stationary bike. Um, yeah, you know, some sort of CrossFit routine. Yeah, yeah. And they just you know kettlebells, something yeah, you know, yeah, um, just to make sure like before they went out and buried, yeah, they got yeah, a little. Yeah, you know, they were trapped in there for a long time because yeah. they were in that little cave for a thousand days as well. So all the other right. living monks, yeah. ch- like when they when they confirmed he was dead, they would wait another <laughs> three. Almost three years yeah. <laughs> to go to that little cave and check on the body and see if he was mummified. Yeah. If he was, they'd pull him out, put him in that glass case or in a case, and yeah. now he was a living Buddha. And if not, they just buried yeah. you. Yeah. Well, and and after they exercised you, um, you actually did have some sort of transformation, even if you didn't ascend and right. you became a living hunk. Exactly. Yeah. Monk. Yeah. They would start like. The opposite. It w- it's the classic yin yang yeah, thing yeah. where the opposite of starving yourself, whatever, yeah. they would do, they'd give them pre and post workout shakes. Yeah. Uh, amino acids. Cool downs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lots of Xenadrin and stuff. Yeah. Uh, HGH, of course, cre- and creatine, of course. And the tummy tuck teas. Exactly. Oh, yeah. Tummy yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Flat tummy cuts. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Tummy tuck just like sucks. It literally yeah. in, in pay, like, implodes your stomach. Yeah. Um, but at least you get to die really hot. Um, right, right, right. What's up? Oh, there's a very long thing. Nope. Got a long Twitch comment here. Uh, it's a very long description, which very we'll probably, long I think we're going to get to, of how to mummify. Oh, there we go. Um, uh, so Step by step. Yes, day by day. Yes. Fresh start over, a different soul. Every way. But, oh, yeah. Uh, I went into all that shit before. Uh, they were emulating the original Buddha, Siddhartha Gantana, uh, from the 6th century BC when Buddhism was founded. He was a human, but he had some magical powers. He could teleport and shit like that. Yeah. We've gone over the original Buddha yeah. on a, many other episodes. His big miracle was like crossing, teleporting across the Ganges that was a raging river or right, whatever. Right, right. Uh, we got a children's chime in here, and he says, uh, 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 I mean, he would be someone we could consider to be called a, a star child or uh, a part human, part extraterrestrial so that's where it's like oh yeah usually that's william henry's line um we go into akhenaten for the thousandth time so akhenaten was uh, a very unique pharaoh in the pantheon of egyptian pharaohs because he yeah. was the only one who t- totally rebelled and uh against the entire egyptian religion which was so inherent to their culture created a monotheistic religion yeah. um a- as opposed to their classic polytheistic religion father of tutankhamun um, and Ak- Akhenaten was believed to be of alien origin, 
because of, at least by ancient astronaut theorists, because of the way he depicted himself, which you could argue just was realistically, yeah. not the idealized Superman version of the pharaohs with the perfect square jaws and the yeah. shoulders and their bodies all look like clones. He had a pot belly, kind of gangly, gangly build, pot belly, big yeah. nose, big lips, whatever, and an elongated skull. Yeah. Um, and so he has a tomb in the Valley of the Kings, but there is no body and potentially never was a body. Yeah. But it's not that difficult to think that his body was taked out, taken out or never given a proper burial because he right. was such a religious yeah. heretic, yeah. right? So. Monotheistic, maybe he's like, hey, I'm not one of the gods. Just throw me in the ground because right. I'm not going to ascend or something Yeah, like or that. the people were like, fuck this guy. Yeah. We're not going to honor him with our gods in our way. Right. Um, we can just fucking, yeah, throw him over something or rip his body yeah. apart or whatever. Yeah. Um, I do not need a hook through my, my hole near my nose, <laughs> pull up my brain, make a cut on my left side of the body near the tummy, mm -hmm. remove all internal organs, mm -hmm. uh, <coughs> organs dry, place lungs in <laughs> all the other <laughs> shit in a jar, yep. place my heart back inside my uh, mm -hmm. chest. That's a step-by-step step there. Yes. Uh, <laughs> well, and then the the modern, like, a lot of kids first learn uh, that process from that Papa Roach song, the cut yes. my heart into pieces, exactly. this is my last resort. It's really, mm -hmm. it's just a really cool yeah. way to kind of, you know, not rap in, in the, the genre, but, although yeah. it's kind of a rock, a rap yeah, rock rap band. Yeah, rap-rocky, yeah. Um, but to just rap with young kids, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. Chit-chat. Yeah, if the song was a teacher, it would sit on the chair backwards, you know, exactly. and hunker down with them, so. Look real tough. Yeah. Um, yeah. But uh, but yeah, his his son was the guy. Tutankhamun was the guy yeah. that just farted his pharaohism out of existence, and yeah. so he he wanted to bring everything back to the, the polytheist, yeah, to the yeah. old ways. Even though he could have been part of extraterrestrial as well, yeah. being his his uh, uh, he Akhenaten and Nefertiti's son. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, they go into elongated skulls which are literally my least favorite part of ancient astronaut theory they're like mm -hmm. they're like to me they are the least interesting part even though it's like very like a big Crazy a very looking. a very yeah. fit a visual piece of evidence yeah yeah everyone that is obsessed with it and like brian forrester and Sukalos goes on about it, i'm just like okay like like call me when there's an actual again yeah. when that genetic evidence is complete yeah by not an ancient astronaut theorist <laughs> right right then i want to see well what the and they also are. go like where did they learn it from? It's like, yes, let's right. talk about that. Yes, we know exactly. the skulls, and they and Brian Forster is the only one really saying they're alien. Where not Sukles, so bad with names, huh? <laughs> you just said it, so <laughs> uh, not gonna lie. Uh. Um, but he's the one really trying to prove the DNA. Where everyone right. else, even Sukulos, a lot of the other guys, are like, no, it's it's shaped that way, right. and like they do it today. Right. But where did they learn it from? And like, exactly. okay, let's talk about that. Like, cool, these skulls are right. elongated, and it happens, and whatever, like foot binding and things. But but uh, you're forgetting about the ones without the sagittal sutures. Okay. Okay. So I'm not disagree with you, obviously, but yeah. they might. Uh, Wilcock comes on here with a Wilcock drip, and he says uh, it is entirely possible. That what Akhenaten was seeing was an extraterrestrial craft. Now this is in regards to the Aten, which is the the one god that he worships, is which is the yeah, sun disk, yeah, right? Yeah. Um, and made everyone else worship too. Uh, and we get a Sukalert follow up here, and he says, if you compare pictures of Akhenaten to other depictions of pharaohs, you'll notice he's very different. He has an elongated skull, this weird pot belly, and these weird arms. I'm like, <laughs> his arms look pretty normal. They just yeah, look like yeah. thin. Lanky. Farmer arms, yeah, you yeah. know, like, and so again, not the big buff Superman style yeah, body yeah. of all the previous pharaohs. Um, so, so, was he really a human? Perhaps Akhenaten 
was not of this earth. And he kind of gets that little, yeah. I think he does his own little dad joke there. Yeah. Um, they deep dive into elongated skulls. Again, this is where I was like, I'm just like, I'm so yeah. over this whole aspect. Uh, but the important ones are the ones that don't have sagittal sutures, which are all the little seams that you're, right. as your bone plates and your skull grow and, and cl- cause you know, like literally you have holes in your head when you're a baby, right, like your right, skull right. isn't fully formed, which is such a, such a perfect example of, you could argue like not the best evolution, but maybe the, maybe okay because right. it lets it expand into great. I, I don't know. Maybe it lets for for brain activity and brain size right to to grow if it needs to at an accelerated rate because your brain right. is like a sponge back right, then right, right. and all and it's growing more. Yeah, and, yeah I guess yeah. that's true. So Dragon also says you don't don't look like Seth Rogen. And that they've been thinking about this since listening to the podcast. There we go. Um, <laughs> but, uh, Something to think about there. Yeah. For all you people who aren't watching right now, take a look at Joe on the old Twitch stream. Because <laughs> you do kind of have the same, like, a similar hair. Not necessarily. <laughs> you know, that similar right, curly so. hair. Yeah. <laughs> Does he have curly I feel like he has, he has a good curly clean hair. cut, you know. He just keeps it short. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. he has a very angular beard now and stuff okay. like that. So yeah, if, yeah. I just watched the most recent Season of Comedians of Cards getting coffee, and he's mm. on there too. So. Okay, I didn't realize um, he had a beard going now. Yeah, yeah, uh, and well, because Jerry Simon goes, why, "Why do you have the beard now?" And he's like, "He's like because I realized I could sh- make my face shape different." <laughs> Doing all that, his stoner laugh and stuff. Yeah, but he's just yeah. like, he's like, "I'm Canadian. I have a weak chin. You can yeah, shape yeah, your yeah. beard, whatever." Right. Too. So, um, Nox. yeah, Nox. Uh, my old bisexual uncle, oh. <laughs> Enzo. He he. Whenever he'd see me, like once every year and a half, he'd go, "Oh, you have a very fine Assyrian beard," uh, which I guess looks like like Assyrian people had the yeah. chin beard like this. Um, very, but it was like they cut it very like square and angular right, right, too. Right, right, so. right. Um, but uh, 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 oh, they then talk about, of course, the sagittal sutures and how yeah. this must be non-human DNA because right. human DNA will always have those sutures. Oh God! Speaking of the metaverse here, we got. Original Matt. We got, we got proto Matt yeah. right here. Uh-oh. We got same shorts uh, Joe Matt. <laughs> pretty close. Pretty yeah. close. Yeah. <laughs> got that uh, in that basketball. He life. has that little red uh, red uh, pin line pop around the edge there oh, to yeah. give it some, uh, some pizzazz. Well, you know, you got to stylish it up. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, Wilcock Drip is the intellectual property of AKA Bobandi. Any use <laughs> in citation? Yeah. Bobandi Industries. Yeah. <laughs> Trademark. <laughs> um, but. Uh, uh, they're talking about how they, it must be alien then, right? It must be yeah. if it's non-human, it's got to be alien. And uh, we get a Sukler that expounds upon that. He says, "It would not surprise me in the least." Sorry, wait. Let me huh? let me rephrase that. It would not surprise me in the least bit. In the least bit, like he gets a little yeah. cheeky Ew. on there. Um, they go into Brian Forrester's whole fucking thing about yeah. how this DNA. Um, they they did DNA testing of. These specific skulls of the Kakakis or whatever skulls, yeah. and which is crazy because this episode was 2014. Right. We went to Contact in the Desert 2019. Yeah. And his big reveal at the fucking when we were waiting for the Childress panel, yeah. we were seeing the last 10 minutes because they were taking up all yeah, this you time. You went in. I stayed in line because I didn't know what was going to happen. Right. I was. I was trying to like you know scope out seats or whatever. Yeah. So I'm watching the end of this panel. He's going over for time. His dumb bitch wife or assistant, whatever, is like being that an asshole. That was to so the, annoying. Ugh. And there's a dickhead in a fedora, yes. like trying to be all tough guy. Forster's little fucking crew or and whatever, like, trying to get everyone hyped up to go in. So right. he had a huge crowd and just felt really tough. <laughs> yeah, I was like, no. 
the people in there are the people right. in there. Quit trying to like they were like almost tricking people to go in. Yes, people exactly. are going in early because they're like, oh, I can just go right. in for the child. Or Knowing something. that the Contact in the Desert crew is going to kick your ass out of the fucking room a lot of the times. Like, right, right. Alien right. Con was really big on that, but yeah, uh, but yeah, they're like, no, people can't just post up and wait for the next panel, which is also stupid. But whatever, whatever it's besides the point. Uh, but at Contact in the Desert, the last two seconds before they're finally getting kicked out is them saying what literally what he's about to say here. So I'm like, so in five years, you're acting like the nothing that you figured out in that five years is now a reveal, an exclusive reveal. Like I'm like, right, right. Because they didn't really say that they tested it a second time or did further tests with this person or whatever. So Forster is talking on the episode here about uh, he's holding up the fucking skull. And these are like kind of the hairy, gross, uh, red-haired skulls too. Yeah. And he's like, uh, he's like uh, uh, initial results... Though ambiguous, seem to indicate that uh, partial segments of their DNA are not found in what is called the gen bank, when the record of all human DNA sounds yeah. a little like a passe bored mm. childress, you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and his face is all weird in this. Yeah, he's like he, in person. because he looked more skinny. He looked gaunt as fuck at right. contact in the desert. Right, right, right. Like he was like fifteen pounds thinner. And he's a big lanky Letterman guy, so maybe yeah. lanky Letterman. There yeah, you go, yeah. <laughs> lanky uh, Letterman, Brian Forrester. Um, but uh, Dragon says, "Don't fart, bubs," because <laughs> the cat is right on my head. Oh yeah, she might shoot a little poo pellet right yeah, in my it's eye. It's not going to be good. Um, but uh, you know, cat's known for shitting pellets. <laughs> oh, down um, she goes. But uh, 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 he's, he says, astonishingly, the geneticist that has been studying them has said that there are aspects of their D- of the DNA that's not human. So yeah. he just again, this is exactly all he said. What he, he literally was like, we're all he's getting kicked out. Yeah, like, yeah. And the confirmation yeah, right here is that not all the DNA is human. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, okay, like isn't this yeah. So like on, we thought it was like, okay, maybe this is new. Right, right. And then we watched the episode and I'm like, like, okay, it's the same fucking thing he said. Shit. Um but uh hey, if someone else knows Woo, the subtle differences, king. yeah. You know, if someone wants to be a nice little Paul Schaefer out there and yeah. and help us out, but uh Because he does did you say this earlier? The David Letterman. Yeah, he's lanky like, Letterman, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah very yeah. David Letterman like. Yeah. Cool. Oh, look at this guy. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of Birdman, huh? <laughs> cool. Also, that was the Adam Sandler, uh, and the, at the end of that sketch where it was the working out or having sex, he's like, "I'm Barry Lake," and he, cool. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, anyway, they ponder uh, that Akhenaten's body was, if it was destroyed or hidden, because there was a conspiracy back then. Yeah. They didn't want people to find out he had alien DNA. I'm right, like, right. I don't think the Egyptians were worried about that. It's probably because he was an insane religious heretic. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. Um, that's. I mean, they didn't even know what DNA was back then. Well, I think his origins or whatever. Well, again, I guess, if, but, if extraterrestrials were uh, contacting them back then, right. maybe he was one of the bad ones or something. But right. I th- feel like they would be versed enough with them. Yeah. That oh, they he would, was versus yeah. <laughs> uh, that they wouldn't care that he had the DNA, right? Like right. if all these gods and 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 creatures are right. living amongst them, then right. who cares about this random person? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, and that yeah, that's actually a good point of like we're never we never talk about again. They're like the ancient astronaut theorists are never holistic in their theory enough. That's why it's more just a hypothesis yeah. than a actual fleshed out a flesh and bolts theory. They're never really talking about the pantheon of everything else that's going on at the time. Right. They're never like, yeah, Akhenaten's over here, and these demigods from Sumeria are over here, and David and Goliath's happening. Like, they never like, I don't know. Right. It's like, I don't know what that would be, but it'd be cool to like 
have a running timeline on the screen of like here's all the shit that we talk about that was going on concurrently. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But then I think that would pull like pick apart too many Some things by things, there'd yeah. be a lot of contradictions there. So right, right. I don't think that's why they actively don't do it. It'd probably just be too fucking no, difficult like, to do it. Yeah. But, you know. Well, and then actual timelines of things is right. difficult as well. But then again. That is the work that actual historians and scientists and archaeologists have to go through to be considered respected and have a fully fleshed out theory. Right, so right. Uh, anyway, we go back to Peru and we go to Inca Mamas, not to be confused with Inca Mamas, which is a Peruvian food chain yes. where there's like rice and chicken or something. Yeah, it's all there. delicious. Yeah. Um, Get some plantains. There you go. Um, some Inca Cola. So does that mean <laughs> uh, some Inca Biloba yes. to help with your memory? Um, is pla- <laughs> plantains <laughs> plantains are a big Cuban thing too, right? Uh, so it's like similar like equator line or something? Or? So, and, no, that's and pretty far south. They're, okay, I'm trying to think because there's plantains and something else. Because plantains can be sweet, but then what's the one that's more like a potato? Is that also plantain? Is that like a yucca fruit or something like that? No, it's like in Puerto Rico they, they cook with it. Like they make tostones out of it. It's I think like it's plantains. A, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, so maybe they're sweet ones or not. I don't know. Yeah. Anyways, I feel like Central America has like plantains, like yeah. smaller, like sweet ones. As which part I guess of their is on. The, it's on that more on that Central line. Equator yeah, yeah. line there too. So, um, anyway, um, plantain talk. You gotta you gotta go to our. You gotta be twenty five dollar Galactic Daddy tier to get plantain talk. Our plantain centered podcast. Yeah. Um, every we do it every day. There's just so much rich content about plantains. Despite the fact that we don't, we this is the first time we're talking about where they originate from or what yeah. the similarities are. You think that'd be like episode one stuff, but right. we're in episode three hundred forty-two. Well, um, so you can really get a lot of value and catch up on Plantain yeah. Talk for just five bucks a yeah, month. Just on that. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of which, uh, <laughs> uh, probing. Oh. FNG says sorry to interrupt. Just wanted to know what episode you're recording tonight. I listen at work. I'm on episode season six, episode 15. Pretty good for a month, right? Jesus Christ. Uh, We're about eight episodes past that or something like that. Yeah. So Dragon season seven, episode eight. Yeah. So Dragon called out on Hulu. We're oh, on yes. season nine, episode five. Correct. On the weird old Amazon. When are we going to switch after the season yeah. to the Hulu? We so have two more episodes. I'll switch it. Yeah. So technically <laughs> on Amazon, which one are we on? Uh, and that see, I don't even know because no. we we kept going on what was perceived as the Amazon schedule, but I think the last two seasons have been arbitrary. So. Uh, yeah, because I think we have it. But it's Secrets know. of the Mummies. Exactly. That's yeah. what's important. We're like eighty-seven Cause, episodes. Because even when you look up Ancient Alien Secrets of the Mummy, you will see four or five different season episode denotations. Right. So. Right. Um, but yeah, you can. And I think you can watch all these for free on Daily Motion or whatever yeah, too. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. Or YouTube, they'll just have weird screen things going yeah. on. But, uh, but yeah, um, yeah, we're gonna like we said a few times. I'm gonna just catch up. I'll probably go back and just make the episode titles on the podcast feed canon, right? To right, just help right. with future people, you know, future people. Yeah, exactly. Throwing all these calls out. Um, but yeah, we go back to Peru for Inca mummies, and we go to Coricancha, which is was considered like the masterpiece of Incan architecture, who were known as pretty master architects yeah. in their own right, in their time, in their area. Uh, and this was also, uh, it was a big palace that was home to the mummies of their dead kings. Uh, they believed these mummies were kind of undead, like they were yeah. partially alive, they were living in this twilight realm. So they were very obsessed with treating the mummies like they were living. So they would like clean them, take them outside, give them sunlight, 
They even said they had to take him outside so they could piss. <laughs> right, just weird things. Okay. Um, okay. But, uh, <laughs> uh, uh, but kind of an interesting take on, like, yeah, like the mummies are not just dead vessels. They are in between living yeah, and dead, realms. right? So um, they go into the ink and creation myth, and uh, Wilcock explains, for some reason, li- they literally have the the no chin the chinless guy who's just yeah. the Incan the Peruvian like expert yeah. he's like the archaeologist guy King Liverlips himself yes exactly um, and uh, uh, but Wilcock anyway is on for something to describe he says he says uh, the, about the creation myth he goes uh, it describes how the world was created by the Iyer brothers <laughs> which, yeah. which sounds like a production <laughs> yeah. duo in Hollywood yeah, in yeah, the yeah. 70s or something and I mean I'm telling you before there was porno. Okay, <laughs> but the Aya brothers—they made erotic films. They okay? made <laughs> it was a whole cinemagraph. Yes. Oh yeah, they created the subgenre of Jamaican starring. I mean, this was this was culture breaking. This was racism destroying. This was pure Jamaican pornography <laughs> with their series Getting Irie with the yeah. Aya brothers. Uh, two gentlemen. You, I think originally they were like they're from yeah. Chicago, but <laughs> yeah. now it can be yeah. like they're the Irie exactly. brothers from yeah. Jamaica. Or now the, we went down to the islands <laughs> in Jamaica, yeah. and we found they had its locations. We found all the pork at night. We, <laughs> we made the bacon. We assimilated into the local culture. Yeah, people think that pork can't survive down there, but we found the one yeah. location, and that's where the healthiest people with the healthiest genitals were, the whole yeah. fucking island. And now the term porkin came from our films exactly. back in 1912. Believe me, we tried to sue Lucas over the rights to Sergeant Porkins in that fucking movie, yeah. but, I mean, he's he had even at the time, he had Lucas money, yeah. okay? It was an homage to us. And we thank that's the tip that's of the how hat. we just accepted yeah. it and moved on. Yeah, we lost about three million trying yeah. to sue well, him and whatever. Yeah. So. <laughs> Ruined our company. Yeah. We, we uh, <laughs> celebrated at Pally's ice cream. <laughs> I mean, it's the only place we can afford now. Yeah. You know, when we want to eat nice. Yeah. Okay. You know. Otherwise, I'm on the Joey's stepdad diet of yeah. uh, two bean and cheese burritos from Del Taco every. Right. Single day. You know, sometimes I'll go into Seven Eleven and microwave something. Yeah, I don't know. And, and I just Joey, grab it off the Joey, shelf and microwave it. I like a hot food. Yeah, Joey, sometimes who's peanuts. imitating me, is not kidding at all. <laughs> <laughs> the pedo uh, special. Yeah, uh, the the step daddy. Oh, step daddy. Yes. Oh god, the old Eric special. <laughs> oh boy, the old Ford Taurus special. It's <laughs> <laughs> our Windstar. Windstar. Yes, uh, he thinks. A lose star, <laughs> uh, but anyway, yeah, the uh, the Iyer brothers, uh, and the word for Iyer literally means mummy. So written in from the very beginning is that mummification is of central importance to whomever these gods are. So is it possible that these gods were flesh and blood extraterrestrials of some kind? So he's saying that because Iyer means mummy yeah. or mummification, whatever, then it's like the central thing about their myth. It's really odd. They've never mentioned that before on the mm-hmm. billions of times they talk about the Inca. So yeah, yeah. I don't know. I'd be curious to look at, into that a little more and see if it was mummification or more just like death and rebirth. Or right, I don't know. Right, but right. Um, we get a suk alert here, and he ponders about this is the crux of the whole episode. Yeah. Now they get to in the second to last like five minutes here. He says, uh, uh, "If they were to mimic what they saw, and they saw someone on these craft in suspended animation." And if they saw them come alive, then they would think they witnessed resurrection. So he's like, based on science fiction, where we we postulate that, you know, we meaning the general sci-fi authors community, of which I am yeah. a part of. <laughs> uh, no, Pulitzer Prize. Oh, no, but uh, 
there's, you know, all the way back to fucking Star Trek and any movies where you have to go through these very long distances, you have to slow down your body's aging or else you might age 100 right. fucking years while you're going to some other star exactly. system. Yeah. And so, uh, you know, we've postulated, oh, you could spend all your functions but not be dead. Yeah. You'd be on very, you know, minimal life support to keep you alive, blah, blah, blah. So you could still be yourself and whatever. And, so, and everything's hunky-dory. You get to your destination, and now you're there. Yeah, yeah. Um, they're saying that that these early people must have seen these pods. So mm-hmm. apparently we're invited on the ship, an, like, respected enough to be invited on the ship, Yeah. but then not simply explained what they were by the... It's not like the aliens said, here you go, explore the ship. We're going to go yeah. fuck Earth women because they're so beautiful and sexy. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> like It's, it's like... No, if the aliens brought them on the ship, they would be fucking ta- like every every abduction that's kind of a pleasant experience talks about how they talk to them and explain what they're doing. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. again, this is why I think a lot is horseshit. Um, and Bobani says, "What did the Inca call anal?" And he said, "Inca stinker." <laughs> I thought you just say stinka. Stinka. That's what I think. As we know, Bobani is a British man, so Inca stinka. Yes, <laughs> uh, it rhymes. But yeah, if. Uh, uh, if they were brought on the ship, maybe they left with them, or I don't know. I guess, But then they yeah. built other things around it when they came with them. So, right. yeah, how often were they on the ship? How were they not? Right. Or were these people maybe watched a ship come up and down? Or Right, I, I but then know. how would they see suspended animation pods and things? And, you know, it would make sense because Childress chimes in and says the yeah. same fucking thing. Right. He talks about, and they're showing all the shitty CG fucking jizz bags full of, like, right. aliens. Which like, I'm still shocked and, they didn't um, talk about how people cryogenically freeze themselves today exactly. to move yes, on to the exactly. future. Yeah, they didn't make that, because they love making that modern the Yeah, modern exactly. Connection. Usually the last segment's some sort of modern right. whatever. Um, but uh, yeah, it, it doesn't, they, so then the whole thing is that, so sarcophagi are mimicking the pods. I'm like, the pods only exist because of our science fiction. They've right. never been seen. They've been witnessed since the 1960s mm-hmm, when people were beginning to get abducted, I guess, yeah. but um. Anyway, it's yeah. This is all right. A bunch chicken of and egg. Yes. Right. 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 Um. But uh. Uh. Oh, I'm skipping ahead here. Another an immediate Wilcock trip after the Sukkot alert we just had. Is it possible that the ancient extraterrestrials that visited Egypt needed some sort of hyperbaric chamber to get from there to here? Now, if that is true, then it's also possible that the mummification ritual originated from the long-term storage. Inside sarcophagus-like chambers, which is the point I was just making. Yeah. So, um, Childress says the same thing exactly afterwards. The people must have witnessed the, these pods, or they were growing people, or they were sleep. I'm like, what? I'm like, okay, like, yeah. that's like the editors got to use their time wiser, like their appearances right. a little wiser, right? Like, there must have been Rami Romani talking about something. There must have yeah. been Robert Bavel talking about, like, like don't just have. Childress and Wilcock in there. But again, like Sukolo said on a recent Patreon episode of Visit with Giorgio, he's like, oh, the skept- after the first season, we got the skeptics out of there. Even though, you, even though you could consider Rami and some other people skeptic-ish. Like, they're yeah, skeptic. Yeah. They don't, they, like, Rami's like, I don't think it's an ancient yeah, yeah, alien yeah. thing. But I'm open to the idea of the gods being more than just mythical figures right, or something, right, right. too. So, um, anyway, we, uh, oh, there's a weird header on my thing here. There we go. Um, but when, and the last segment is what are new mummy related processes right. that we're doing today, which one of them wasn't cryogenic freezing, right, which right, would right. have been very simple. Uh, we go to this Mexican doctor in Juarez who a few years ago came up with this process to rehydrate 
naturally mummified corpses. So Juarez is like the murder capital of Mexico. Yeah. Um, so, you know, it's the stupid Napoleon Dynamite quotes where Pedro is from in Napoleon oh, yeah, Dynamite. Yeah. Listen, Pedro, I don't know how they do things down in Juarez. Like, very racist thing. Yeah. But, um, because it's when he what destroyed the pinata or something yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, because he like, made the pinata of the girl right. that he was running against, <laughs> and they beat it up. And he's like, "That's right, yeah, yeah." That was offensive. Yes. <laughs> uh, Bo Bandy said, "This Wilcott drip is brought to you by Bo Bandy." <laughs> uh, Bo Bandy, give us your uh, uh, account info. We'll make sure all the affiliate uh, points that go to you uh, exactly are transferring to the dollars, Patreon so. dollars. Yes. Um, but uh, yeah, it's he. He comes up with a big tank with a secret. A uh, bunch of goop, like some secret chemical compound, and he calls it the jacuzzi <laughs> that oh, he yeah. puts dead murder victims or just dead bodies that were found yeah. mummified out in the the insane heat of right. the desert because that just naturally dries out all exactly. the shit. Yeah, right. Um, yeah, when it's so hot and dry, again, this is what the Egyptians found. Oh, the rotting that which they didn't know was bacteria, but the rotting se- seems to need moisture, right? Yeah. And so if you just take all the moisture out, maybe it won't rot. So, yeah. um, which again. Could have easily answering a question of this episode. <laughs> the Egyptians lived in a fucking desert too, <laughs> right? Right. So they probably just saw lots of bodies. Now, what's the difference between our bodies and this body? It's like, oh, it's all dry and leathery, and the organs are all withered away, or whatever, too, yeah. or or the moisture was just sucked out of them, right? So, um, a very simple moisture observation. Fence would. <laughs> <laughs> That's what the uh, the turd allows you to yes, accomplish exactly. uh, during your day. Uh, brought to you by Cinco, yeah. so um, a subsidiary of Bobandi Industries. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, they put the 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 dead body in this jacuzzi, and over the course of a few days, it sucks up the moisture again, and at least starts to look somewhat like it used to, so they can identify scars and tattoos uh, okay. and things like that. So yeah, you were already over here setting up uh, by the time yeah, <laughs> getting it going. That was fast. Usually those the table. last last bits or whatever. It's a wrap up usually. Yeah. Um, but then they go, but this isn't an entirely new process. So in 1968, some Liverpool scientists said, oh, I won't. <laughs> me and my three other lads here, we're all lovable lads you from our city. To make me. Uh, want to make blood come back to life again. <laughs> With a uh, shaggy hair. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, he tries to regenerate the blood of King Tut. Oh, wait. I had, I had a drop going. <laughs> <laughs> Surprisingly, Steve knew like all the lyrics yeah. to the Steve Martin song. Oh, just is the honky honky tut. <laughs> Come on, come on, play. Uh, Bob Andy for sure will remember the classic Steve Martin King Why Tut bit from what? his original stand-up tour. Oh, it's a stupid fucking phone. Oh shit, it's gonna blast. Okay, I'm gonna turn it down. Oh. I'm gonna turn it down. <laughs> How'd you get so funky? funky should have called open on this. So I used to listen to the like, <laughs> I used to listen to the song because I had the Dr. Demento CD2 pack. Yes, yeah, yeah. And this was like... Which included like Steve Martin, Weird Al Yankovic, some other stuff. Yeah, it was a bunch of just weird songs like yeah. the... the Fishhead song, yeah. this song, like it had like forty songs or something. My stepdad's favorite, the same, st- you know, Lose Star, um, said his favorite was the Doctor Demento classic, uh, "Dead Puppies." Oh yeah, aren't dead much puppies fun have fun when yeah. you call them, they don't come. Yeah, <laughs> but it was in a much faster cadence than that. Oh, this it is my stepdad. Dead so. puppies <laughs> are no fun. <laughs> they, yeah. Uh, anyways, classic Eric. I seriously listened to this album, which had this song on it. Right. I don't even know how many goddamn times. <laughs> I had the full Weird Al Yankovic uh, collection, collection yeah. that I had Up on to the tape. Day. Yeah. 
And then this was CD, so yeah, first CD player. This was. Was this the first CD you ever played? Uh, that's a good question. I can't remember what the first one was. I think I got. Oh no, no, it was the soundtrack to the first Iron Brothers production, Getting Iron. Exactly. Yeah. And that's how I learned about you know the Bieken and such. Yeah, yeah. Um, That's what you call uh, Jamaican people's dicks, right? Correct. Yes. Uh, Yeah, that. I feel like I got that for my birthday or for Christmas, mm, and I can't mm, remember if it was my mom or dad, mm. but I just remember listening to that yeah, yeah. nonstop. Yeah. Not that song, but it right. was just in the mix. Um, fuck. Oh, yeah. They, they rehydrated old yeah. fucking water <laughs> balloon people. Uh, and so, anyway, we talked about the Liverpool. He, he tried to regenerate King Tut's blood, right? Yeah. So, uh, and he, he invented some process that you can like, detect people's blood types better because he just used process of elimination by introducing the antigens, which are these little things in your right. blood that literally fit together like puzzle pieces. Yeah. So if they don't fit together, your body goes, kill it and get it right, out of right, here. Right. That's the immune system response. Um, so up until, it's also dumb because they never fucking told us what the blood type was. <laughs> like until he found the perfect, I'm like, okay. Yeah. Like, I mean, I know I could look it up, but it's like, come on guys, don't fucking blue ball us here with yeah. the info. <laughs> um, the fucking thing, man. They then tried to map his true DNA. Um, they don't give us the results of that at all. Right. <laughs> um, but then they're wondering if this is the true reason, so not just suspended animation chambers, but what if this is the true reason that Wilcock uh, drips here, drips about here? <laughs> Brought to you by Bobandy. Yes. <laughs> uh, Wilcock drips, he says, uh, excuse me, uh, is it possible? No. no. Um, is it possible that ancient astronauts taught the Egyptians mummification as a way to preserve their DNA? So because you they... Somehow, again, playing the long game, knew that if we didn't just let it rot away completely. I mean, I guess this is kind of a lot. There's a logic thread here, Mm -hmm, I guess. mm -hmm. You know that they're going to rot. So with the tools they have, because, of course, the ancient ancient astronauts don't want to help too much by just showing them the fucking giving them the tech or whatever, I guess. Um, They want to play the long game and go, hey, you can just suck all the moisture out. And maybe through a lot of difficult processes, you can get the DNA or blood back. I'm like, okay. In the future, in... How many ever thousands right. of years? Now they have a way of time traveling. If you could argue, true. Yeah. Um, they have also. So remember when Jurassic Park came out? We were all we were all Amber crazy at the time. Okay, Amber Heard had just been born. We yeah. were looking. At, we were like, oh, she's gonna be so hot. She's gonna marry Elon <laughs> Musk and Johnny Depp and get slapped around. Ooh, Ooh no, uh, Amber like the uh, she was married to Johnny Depp. She sued him and divorced yeah. him because she uh, said he. Spousal. He slapped around a bit. Aye, aye, aye. <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, he denies it or what? I don't know. Who cares? Um, but uh, who cares about Johnny Depp, not yeah. her getting slapped around? Exactly. But, <laughs> uh, and then she dated Elon Musk for a while right after that and stuff, too. But um, anyway, we were all amber crazy because, as we see in Jurassic Park, the whole trap the mosquitoes yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that bit the dinosaurs, sucked their blood, got encased in some sap, and there you have it. Dino DNA. So, um, but uh, they – and they, they – Scientists at the time were like, oh, no, no, no. That doesn't fucking work. The The science in Jurassic Park is bullshit. Um, you can't... The DNA deteriorates way too much uh, after that many millions of years. And now they're like, not really. <laughs> like, like you actually... As long as you find a well-enough-preserved sample, it's just that yeah. the samples they found at the time had fucked up DNA. But right, they've right. actually found... Uh, they found a fucking... Like woolly, I mean, not nearly as old, but they found a woolly mammoth with liquid blood still, a mm. baby with liquid mm-hmm. blood still in it. Like, right, it's fucking right, right. crazy. So it's like woolly mammoths and I think saber tooth tigers. They're trying saber-tooth to. Saber tooth tiger. Ah. Yeah. 
Uh, Mastodon! They're, Technically different, but similar. Exactly. Uh, they're trying to replicate because it's like just like close Just enough. like Zach, the African-American Black Ranger is similar to the Irie Brothers Jamaican, uh, Jamaican Black human beings. Yeah. <laughs> and... Uh, I love that they got Jamaican human beings a star yeah, exactly. in the picture. It's nice. They're yeah. Beacons. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Bobane says, I wonder if Wilcox drip is the same as Steven Tyler's because of a cuck situation. Oh, cuckle puddle. And there you go. <laughs> uh, what was it? A uh, Bugatti. Yeah. <laughs> that was children in the Bugatti, apparently. Uh, I was tagging along. Yeah. I was on some rollerblades. Yeah, uh, yeah, that was nice. Had a rope in the bag, got caught in the trunk. You I know. was in the boo, you yeah. know, just cruising around. <laughs> Saw Stephen Tyler take a piss. It's kind of crazy. <laughs> Which I thought What's of Malibu. What's going on here, people? Yeah, well, that's the thing, because that's where he took the piss. Right. Was in and the there's, <laughs> there's only room for one David in the ancient astronaut right? theorist world, okay? Yeah. Um, but uh, <laughs> just find out that David Chodos has been like an attempted murder victim of Wilcock for yeah, years. Many just can't times. talk about That's why his neck's so thick. It's just all these scars. He can, yeah, just can't scarred up hanging yeah. uh, accidents. Yeah. Uh, accidents. Um, but uh, anyway, sorry. Uh, we're almost through this here. Uh, Childress chimes in about the preservation of DNA being the goal of the uh, ancient uh, Stargate Kurt yeah. Russell beings. Um, and he says, uh, one of the startling discoveries in Egypt and elsewhere is that quite a bit of DNA is preserved for thousands of years in the mummification process. And this makes it possible to clone ancient mummies and in a sense, bring them back to life. So um, then, so he's kind of saying, so Wilcock expounds on this too, and he's like, basically saying that like cloning is the way to immortality. Out, yeah. But I'm like, sure, I guess. But, but if, if you can kind clone, of a raw deal for the original guy, you know? Yeah, but I mean, back to the old debate that Joe and I had of the prestige. <laughs> <laughs> it was a mass debate. It was quite the raw deal, yes. you know what I mean? <laughs> Um, but yeah, you'd have to touch clone, my rod eel. But that just becomes what is reality, what is right. your mental state, what is like how is consciousness transferred? Conscious, or, yeah. yeah, because like if you if you could get zapped into a computer, but right. it's a copy of you right. into the computer. Is that still you? Especially if you it was die, like at a quantum it? level, if you're literally yeah. cloning every particle, wouldn't those then be you? Wouldn't you then be creating quantum entanglement? Which means what affects one affects the other. You know what I mean? But then, well, but that's then, why same matter can't op- occupy same space. That's the time. That's I mean, time cop taught all time of us cop, that, right? Yeah. Um, but uh, but Wilcock really kind of brings that point on. So this is this is the dream that you can just clone yourself and keep your consciousness from before. Right. He says, you know, uh, hey uh, Steve. <laughs> from hey cl- Steve. Because <laughs> remember, yes, you know what that's a wrong. copy of a copy. Exactly. Not quite as sharp as the multiplicity because yes. he would be get the different like. Uh, splinters of himself yes. so you have all the same memories but right. it was like the different personas yes because the the first three or four were all from the core michael keaton exactly but then one of the michael keaton clones cloned himself yeah and that's where he said hey, a copy dude. of a copy is hey, yeah. <laughs> yeah. growing up as a steve was a little tough back <laughs> with the rampant worldwide fame of multiplicity <laughs> and the beloved nature of that you film by children in school escape that that poster to save <laughs> yeah, you're your the life. dumb steve yeah. you know huh. stupid keaton stupid yeah. keaton why <laughs> stupid beetlejuice stupid beetlejuice hey hey dumb batman what are you doing <laughs> what are you gonna fall over on david omen's fish tank yeah. someday oh yes <laughs> Uh, but anyway, Wilcox says uh, he he says the same thing he said before, but he adds 
you might come back with the memories of what you knew and who you were, which might be the technology in the future, not yet present. And it's like, yeah, that's what the future means. <laughs> um, but uh, William Henry comes on and finishes out by saying literally the identical, I mean, not word for word, but literally the identical concept that Wilcock and Childress just yeah. said. So that that's why I think the la- the second half of the episode really dragged on Yeah, because it was just repeating each other, right? Going back yeah. to Peru 7,000 fucking times. And then the same three guys, it was Wilcock, Henry, and yeah. uh, uh, Childress just repeating Wilcock, each other, Henry, you know? Yeah. So- Sucolos was on there yeah. too, but it's just, you know. Uh, they, they It was that trifecta just saying the same yep, fucking yep, stuff yep. over and over again. So, um, yeah, that's it for uh, Secrets of the Mummies, um, which I didn't even write down, but I remembered it somehow. Um, the next episode is very seemingly very similar to this, Alien Resurrections. Not to be confused with Aliens 4, Alien Resurrections. Or <laughs> Alien Erections. Yes. <laughs> Um, that was made by the Irie brothers. I was going to say that. Was, yeah, after the Jamaican thing dried up, you know, possibly because of mummification um, or a lack of pork in their diet, which exactly. they were used to power their penises. Exactly. Um, power the beer. But no, yeah, this is Alien Resurrection. So I'm like, what the fuck is this going to be about? If not is mummification. It, yeah, the eight, well, it's probably not the aliens resurrecting. It's the aliens doing the resurrecting. It's I probably going to be about Christ. It's probably going to yeah. be about lots of people that have come back to life, I would assume. So. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, other than that, uh, uh, as as we mentioned before, coming up in the next uh, couple weeks, actually the next 10 days or so, maximum, is going to be the next episode of Adventurous Ghosts um, on Patreon, one of our Patreon-exclusive podcasts. Um, probing deeper, we haven't really decided yet, but maybe we should do the Tom DeLong show for probing deeper next. Well, that'll time. be for September, but yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, uh, yeah, that's Patreon.com/slash/probingengineers. If you want to support us for five bucks a month or more, again, try it out for five bucks. You can download all the back history of everything. Yeah. Um, Get a load of content. Yeah, for just Bo a Bandy month. here that we've been mentioning a lot. He's a galactic daddy. He's at our twenty-five dollar tier. We can't appreciate that enough. So thank you, Bo Bandy, for that. Um, and, uh, yeah, follow us on social media at probing aliens on Twitch at probing ancient aliens on Facebook and Instagram. Listen to our other podcast, beer there, drunk that and catch up. We haven't done a new episode in a couple months, but we will very soon. Uh, once the summer busyness is over, um, and that'll be kind of a catch up yeah. episode too, um, which yeah, will be fun we'll to kind of just up. go through yeah. you know, some and mustard. And then at the end of this, uh, and at the end of the September, Joe, Sarah and I are all, are all going we, we I know, just joking. <laughs> uh, uh going to Germany yes. for Oktoberfest yes. and yes. uh explore some sites. So yes. hopefully we'll yes. have some updates for beer there. Yeah. We'll see what kind of sites we can see that maybe tie into this show yeah. and uh, or ghost yeah. adventures too. Exactly. See if there's any all, haunted location. All the fun there's usually a lot of ghost tours out there yeah. like catacombs and shit. So right, right, right. Uh we still need to book one at least we need to book even one of our hotels still. <laughs> so um but uh yeah we'll have some <laughs> wrap ups from that. We'll probably double up. Yeah. Um and uh, depending on t- we should probably be able to have time. Otherwise, we might release a, a Patreon episode that's been up for months for our members if we can't double up. But yeah. uh, we did uh, that with our Patreon peak a few weeks ago exactly. of Adventurous Ghosts on the free feed. Exactly. Uh, Probing FNG says, you don't do the little butthole sign-off anymore, and he misses it. So he'd like, oh. he or she hey, we'll bring would it like back, you baby. to get back to it. We will. Uh, I promise. So. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, but, but other, other than, than that... that uh, my little butthole, butthole is feeling dried out. Um, also, they don't talk about removing anything through the little butthole of uh, 
the, the mummies, right? They just say straight up and test them. That's just not the Nessalies. That part. That is the butthole. Always. Gets the organs removed through it. I mean, I know I pull my organ out of the daddy's little butthole. That's a rough life. I'm sorry. Bye! 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 Bye!